Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very merry episode of Panel Surfing, the podcast where me and my father talk about the comics we read and loved growing up. I'm the me in that opening, Brandon Wallace. Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm Barry Wallace. Yes, uh, and an early Merry Christmas to everyone, and happy holidays as well uh, to you, Father. Um, Thank you. And uh, happy New Year as well, I guess. Uh, sure, why not? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, something. my computer's doing something. Your computer's know. doing something. Yep, it's making a noise. It's a Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it's a Festivus miracle. It's a Festivus miracle. What's Festivus from? Seinfeld. Okay. Yeah, I don't watch Seinfeld, so. Well, you should. It's a very, it's a very good popular show. Um, is it? Yeah, very, very much so. Is it very good? It is good. I agree. Well, I agree that it's popular. After you pass like the second season, well, I I tell you what, all the seasons are good, but it gets better like in the third season, like, mm-hmm. like most shows. Yeah, well, that's true. That, that run that run for a long time. It, it it takes a season or two to figure out who your characters are, and uh, uh-huh. once they do, they 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 just barrel on through from there. It's a it's a like I said, it's just a a, a laugh track, if you will. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I'm not gonna watch it. Okay, I don't like Seinfeld. No, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, how have you been? I have not been too bad. I went and yesterday got the second round of my tattoo done, as you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I still got one more sitting. Um, we're going to do that in the beginning of January and, and get it finished off. But yesterday I was there for uh, I was there for about eight hours. We weren't actually doing a tattoo for that long. Ooh, that is a yeah. long time. Yeah. Well, it was part of like we were doing some design work with it because um, you know we'd done everything the 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 line work the the last time I was there uh, three weeks ago. Uh-huh. Um, and then we went in this time when we both had some different ideas of like, oh, let's do what we did this and this. And, you know. mm. So then we we started he started drawing stuff up while I was like, yeah, it went. And I was looking stuff up on on the like, yeah, look at this one above. So nice. So anyway, it was actually probably like four four hours or so of of actually tattooing. Still, that's a long time. Yeah, <laughs> that mean, that means about four hours of you sitting there talking. Uh, well, when I got there, he was running late. He had a, he had somebody before, um, <clears throat> that that had come in, um, and it's, so he was about an hour delayed working on on her tattoo. Gotcha. Uh, which is fine. He told me he was like, "Is it all right?" I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Wait, already, no, it's already not. <laughs> yeah, stop. Make her stop right now. Yeah, stop um, it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just sat there. So I just, I had gone to um um before I went there yesterday. I went over to uh, a third eye. Of course, of course. And uh, so I just I was like, well, I'm fine to sit here reading some comic books, man. You know, you do you. Yeah, you do what you need to do. Yeah. So yeah, so it was probably about two and a half hours or so of, of kind of talking to, talking it through. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then started tattooing, and and here we are. Very nice. Yeah. And so, yeah. So far, it's looking good. I can't wait to see the actual finished product. It'll be about a month from now. I can't wait. Uh, you're gonna have to i refuse uh luckily well, i built this I, time machine hey, so if you go to sleep right now uh-huh. <laughs> and just you know set your clock for a month from now <laughs> um so just sleep until my alarm goes off is what you're saying yeah sleep until your your alarm goes off on january 8th um and then we'll get up and i'll show you get up and the tattoo will be done by then i'll tell you what if we if i do that by january 8th we will have missed our first episode of 2023. Oh, no. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so much for that idea. I know. Oh, well. So, well, I guess we're going to announce what our first one is after this, aren't we? At the end of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. People are going to love it. People are going to love it or hate it. I don't know. I think I'm people. It will be very. It, it will be divisive, to say the least. 
I don't think so. I think, I think, it, I think it will. They are, I think these were they are one, beloved characters. These were one and done characters. No one ever cared about. They, Nobody's ever heard of them since. They, they never went on to become anything, let alone 12 different kids' cartoons, uh, yeah. like eight movies. Yeah, a bunch of action figures. Tons of action figures, video games. Yeah. You know, never, mm-hmm. never, yeah. never yeah. went past uh, the first five issues. It's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, we'll talk about that at the end of... Uh, of this episode but have you uh seen anything or read anything recently um yes i think last week or so. i yes and but the thing is i think didn't we want to save that for the well end? yeah we'll talk about that particular thing well that's the, the that's the newest thing that i've watched have you have you caught up in any trailers oh yes um yes there <laughs> have been a bunch of trailers this there week. have been a bunch of trailers i haven't watched all of them but um the new so, so guardians 3 guardians 3 in um, indiana jones 5 Indiana Jones 5, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. Which looks kind of fun. It does. And then, of course, Cocaine Bear. Yes, of course. Cocaine Bear looks fantastic. Produced by my girl, Elizabeth Banks. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Good for her. Or maybe directed by? Uh, She's involved in the production. Okay. Let's see. Cocaine Bear. Oh, oh. Google. Oh, I can't even spell. <laughs> there you there go. I can't spell cocaine. I can't spell. It. I've never had any cocaine, so I don't know how would I know how to spell it. Yeah. Uh, cocaine bear. Cocaine. Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Brought to you by Disney. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The IMDb on this is. Da, 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 da. Ray Liotta's in it. Didn't he die? He, Am I he, wrong about that? He did. This is his last film. Okay. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Directed by Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. I was like, I knew she was involved in the production. Did she not also produce it? Ah, uh, dude, I'm not digging that far. It just says <laughs> directed by Elizabeth Banks. That's hell yeah. That's all I know. Hell yeah. Um, uh, also- got Carrie Russell in it. You know, from Star Wars, everybody knows her from from Star Wars fame. Yes, of course. Um, from Rise of Skywalker, you know, she had that big role in that. Wasn't her face covered the whole time? Yeah, except for right? except for her eyes. <laughs> I was like, you've got Carrie Russell. What to me, one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood, and you cover her face the entire movie. What the hell is wrong with you? She's doing a favor JJ. for her friend, I guess. JJ, you dumbass. Terrible director. <laughs> Terrible. Well, you know what? He ruined Star Trek. Um, mm-hmm. And then I thought he did well with episode seven. And then he comes back for episode nine and ruined Star Wars. I'm like, Jesus, man, come on. <laughs> well, I mean, his first Star Wars movie was good. And his first Star like Trek said, movie like- was good. No, seven. Well, seven's or sorry, not uh, episode seven is good. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek two thousand nine is okay. It's good. It's okay. It's good. It's okay. I wouldn't say it's Star Trek necessarily, well, yeah, but it is JJ, good. I mean, they said the, the best of those three is the one that he didn't direct. That's well, yes, so. that's true. I totally agree with you there. Yeah. So. Um, and I hope he stays away from Star Trek forever. I hope they they keep him away from Star Trek. Uh, they probably will. Um, I know. I think he's. I think Bad Robot's still the producer on on a lot of this. I don't know, whatever contract he has with them. Gotcha. Um, any other trailers? Uh, uh, no. Like I said, Guardians Three looked pretty <clears throat> fun. Transformers: Rise of the Beast looked actually t- that one. I was I was surprised. Like, oh, that looks actually a, like a lot of fun. Um, Super Mario Bros. The trailer for that came out. I'd seen that one already. With the full trailer. Oh, okay. I guess. Yeah. I'd seen it at the at the theater when we went and saw um, uh, 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 Black Panther. Uh, are you sure that wasn't just a teaser? 
I think it was the trailer. Because there's a longer trailer now that came out yeah. like five days ago. I don't, I'm not going to see the movie anyway, so it doesn't matter. I think it looks fun. Um, Well, you go see it, and you let me know how, uh, how, well, how it goes. I'm probably not going to see it. Okay. But That's... <laughs> that would require me to go to a movie theater. I mean, going an, to the movie an, exp- an experience that I absolutely loathe, no, I have yeah, found. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so, Guardians 3. That's looking yeah, really fun. Um, yeah. Adam Warlock. Yeah, they they introduced Adam Warlock. Uh-huh. Uh, Gamora's back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she... And she, they don't show her with the rest of the Guardians at all. Uh, they do in one scene. Oh, do they? There's, there's the lineup where they're walking towards camera. She's in the very back. Okay. But I that doesn't mean that she's actually there in the movie. They could have just put her there for the trailer, you know? Mm, yeah, that's true. One of those shots. Yeah, D- DC or uh, Marvel's not above doing that. I don't really hate the practice of them doing that because then it still means, I, I makes the movie I, well, a surprise. It does. I mean, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of false advertising. But it's. I mean, it's not. But it's it, you know, like, oh, look, Hulk is look, Hulk is going to be running with the uh, with Captain America in, in Infinity War. Right. Nope. He's not. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, let's see, <laughs> Indiana Jones Five. We got a de-aged uh, Harrison Ford. Uh huh. Uh, it looks okay. It looks okay. Yeah, I've, um, I've seen people. I was be like, excited about it. I, I was like, oh, it's, it's like I'm going to go see it. Obviously. Well, yeah. I, I probably. I, I, by the way, Steph, we're going to go see Indy Five. You, you know. Yeah, I probably will go see Indiana Jones. You know, 5. when when Steph and I had when Steph and I started dating, she had never seen one of the Indiana Jones movies. I think Amanda's only ever seen one of them. Really? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with our women? It's, well, you know, <laughs> there's too many. There's too many things to list. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I don't have any problems with with my my wife. She is wonderful, fantastic. Oh well, I do. Stephanie, cover your ears. Best. I got problems. <laughs> <laughs> best of wives, best of women. Best of wives, best of women. Uh... <clears throat> thank you, thank you, Lynn Manuel. Yes, of course, of course. Do you think he actually wrote that? You don't think that was just like something he took from a letter? Oh, I don't know. A letter. I don't know. He may he may have he, he he popularized it. Let's say that that's true. He did popularize it. Um, there's probably a new trailer for Avatar two, but I couldn't give a shit about that movie if I tried. Um, you know, I the closer we get to it, because I, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go see it. Um, because I think I took you and Zach to see the first one. Yeah. Um, um, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go see it. But now the closer I get to it, it's three and a half hours. Yep. From what I understand. Something like and, that. And. I'm like, oh, blue people. Oh, this one's, I think, blue people fighting other blue people in water or something. I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't. They're different uh, tribes of blue people. Yeah. Um, yeah. One's a dark blue and one's a light blue. You know, yes. Okay. Slightly lighter um, blue. Yeah. So, and they're, you know, they're fighting in water and swimming and, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't. <laughs> I mean, it'll be on Disney Plus at some point, I'm sure. Um, so I might just wait for that. I'm well, actually I'm I'm curious about whether it will be on Disney Plus any time any any t- sure I'm saying anytime soon. Uh, oh yeah, anytime soon. Yeah. That's the... I'm 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 wondering how James Cameron feels about stuff like that. James Cameron is uh, a big enough name that he has potentially he potentially has the pull to be like it's not going to streaming anytime soon. Um <clears> try <throat> saying that I guess. I mean, I guess if he put that in a contract, but Disney could just say, "Well, we'll just make it without you then." I mean, there's That's true. you know, we own it. Yeah, so That's true. So, do you want to do you want the chance to complete or to to complete your story? Um if so, then yes, you can make it and we're going to put it on Disney Plus in 6 months. <laughs> um if if you don't like that, then we'll make it without you. There's a lot of directors that, you know, may not be as 
familiar with the story as you, but somebody can do it. Yeah. That's what Steven Spielberg got going on right now. Yeah. Uh, making that movie about himself. Oh, is he really? Well, well yeah, I think that's coming out. Nice. I, I, I would like to see that. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I guess it's about him. Yeah, it's about himself growing up. Mostly about his parents, I think. But hmm. So while I was at the store at the at Third Eye yesterday, I got a comic book that you might be interested in. Is it Blue Beetle? It is Beetle Graduation Day. Hell yeah. Um, number one. Nice. I got it. Is Jamie Reyes? Uh, Jaime. Is it pronounced Jaime? Yeah. Okay. Jaime. Uh, speaking of, uh, they announced the date that that's going to be coming out, August 2023. And the, With the movie? Yep, and the first official poster for the movie, um, which is just the the Scarab uh, mm. front and center. It looks awesome. I'm so... Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm stupid excited for this movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go see that. I'm definitely going to go see this. Yeah, I mean, hopefully DC, you know, I guess James Gunn will be firmly in in charge by then. Uh, yes, I believe so. so. So it could be good or it could be... A disaster. Um, who knows? Yeah, I was like, I don't know how long he's actually been working there, you know, behind the scenes. So who knows how much of this? Right, yeah, I, I think it was obviously before, he's not it started before, right? I was like, he's not making the movie. He, he has no, very little to no. do with that. But um, I'm curious if. Well, yeah, I think I think you're right that he was a uh, he was not working there when they started making the movie, and probably wasn't there by the time they finished it either. No, 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 that's not going to be, that's not going to be a James Gunn production. No, I don't think. no, 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 no. So, that's all right. That's all right. Anything else going on? Not a whole lot. Um, at the time of this episode coming out, Christmas is in 10 days. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah, this should be coming out um, on the 14th. Okay. Well, so I've already done all my Christmas shopping. Um, I've done just about, I've done, mo- about. I've done most of my Christmas shopping. I've got all your years and your brother's presents. Uh-huh. You know, you guys are gonna love it. It's you know, <laughs> PlayStation PlayStation Fives for everybody. Oh hell yeah! Oops, no, I shouldn't have said that. Ever. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd you have to kill to no, get them? I will never buy you another. I've bought you. I've bought you two or three different game systems. That's it. You're done. In your you're, life, you're cut off. Yeah, you're cut off from game systems. You buy buy your own game systems from now on. And I do. Yeah, exactly. I've bought you. Eh, what about I, I bought you? Very first Xbox. Xbox. Not one Xbox. I guess yeah. the original Xbox. Yeah. Um. I bought you the Xbox 360, yeah. and I bought you the first PlayStation 4, or was it the PlayStation 3 at the time? It was. Oh, I bought you guys a PlayStation 2 as well. Yeah, it was a PS3. You bought for Zach, but I got it. Hmm. That's right. Because <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Zach is it was was a, excuse my language it was a fuck up at that time. Uh-huh. A... <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, you bought the PS3 for him, and then. It was given to me, uh, and the PS2 was for him. Oh, that's okay. The PS2 back in yeah, could, Georgia or Alabama? Where, where, uh, yeah, where we Alabama. Uh, and I recall you offering to buy it for me, and I threw a bitch fit because I didn't want it. I wanted an Xbox. Oh, yeah. Yes, because yes. I liked my Xbox, and my Xbox was uh, acting up at the time, mm. and I just wanted to get that fixed and not replace it with something else. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I do remember you throwing a fit about it. I was like, right, they just don't get anything. I don't care. Yep, pretty much. So I had a broken Xbox. Like, I won't take anything. Okay. Yeah, I refuse. Yeah. <clears throat> See how you like that, father. Yeah. yeah, and I liked keeping the extra money in, my, in, in the bank account. So. Right. Or probably spending it on myself. 
Well, more than likely. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> What'd you buy? I have no idea. That was like 2007, so I have no idea. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah. 2006, I don't whenever it was. Some some years ago. <clears throat> some years ago, yeah. Nearly more than a few. Nearly 20. Yeah, it's well, not quite. If it was 13. Uh, if it was 2006, I mean, near 13 is nearly 20. No, uh, 13 is not near. 13 is closer to 10. Said near. I think so you've never been good at rounding. No, I'm not. 13 is like what, 80? Yeah, something like that. It's that's almost 80 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's 13 years. That's almost 80 years. Oh, so what are we talking about today, Brandon? Uh, today we're discussing uh, DC Comics uh, Christmas with the Superheroes, issue two. Issue volume two, you say? Yeah, volume two. It is a uh, collection of six different um, Christmas theme. I mean, yeah, yeah. Christmas themed uh, uh -huh. stories. Uh, uh -huh. I say Christmas themed loosely only because some of them don't really have anything to do with Christmas. That, that is true. Yeah, is or true. or only vaguely have something to do with Christmas. Yeah, the, namely story number two. Yeah, story number two is, you know, Christmas is inconsequential to that story. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just it, sort of. Yeah, Christmas is part of that. Well, Christmas, Christmas is shown is to be part of that, yeah. <laughs> yes. but it's never said to be part of that. Correct. Um, so uh, why don't we just go ahead and dive right in with story number one. Story number one, and I'm going to say this is my favorite story in the book. All right, so uh, story number one is a Superman story. It is titled Ex Machina. Uh, it is written and penciled by Paul Chadwick, uh, inks by John Nyber, uh, letters by John Costanza, and for all of these stuff, uh, all of Costanza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and for um, all of these stories, the colors and edit and the editor uh, are Tom McGraw and Mark Wade. I'm only saying that because it's pretty much the same for every story. Way to go, Tom McGraw and Mark Wade. Yeah, Good job. I prefer Tim McGraw, but that's just me. <laughs> sure, I don't even know what that is. What that is? You don't know who Tim McGraw is? Is he? Is he does? Does he do something funny? I don't think so. Okay, he might. I don't know who he... Hold on, who is Tim McGraw? Does the <clears throat> name sound familiar? Isn't he a country singer? <laughs> is he? Isn't he? That would ex that would explain why I don't know who he is. <laughs> Let's see, Tim McGraw. The, the, the name sounds familiar though. Right. Tim McGraw, American singer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, oh, he's married to Faith Hill. I know who she is. <laughs> I know who that person is. That person's famous. <laughs> I know who Faith Hill is, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, I'm. That's, that's great to know. Good to know. Tom McGraw, color is for comics. Tim McGraw, married to Faith Hill. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Faith Hill's uh, less famous husband. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. I think, didn't she used to do the uh, Monday Night Football theme before, uh, at some point? Buddy, you were asking the wrong guy. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know nothing about football. Yeah, Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should check it out. She looks pretty good in there. <laughs> I, that's, that's, I think that's how I knew her, because Monday Night Football. I know her because <laughs> football. Yeah, because of football. That's, that's it. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to get back to the story. But okay, so, uh, and that's been a, your country music uh, minute, everybody. Yes, remember everybody. Faith Hill, Monday Night Football. Yep, that's what she's known for. Uh, so the synopsis and being re related somehow to Tim McGraw. Well, married. That whatever. They should, I hope they're not related. Well, they are technically related now. I mean, mm, they're married. I don't know if marriage makes they're, you related. They're relative. They're you're considered relatives. I think you're considered a family. A family. I don't think you're considered relatives anymore. Sure you are. Uh, sure you are. I don't know. I don't know enough to, to, I guess, to 
Dispute you have a that. relationship. You have a relationship, yes. Relatively speaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the synopsis for Superman X Machina. Uh, uh-huh. On a lonely road, a stranded motorist tries to f- tries and fails to flag down assistance from a passing car. His desperation and the cold drive him to consider committing suicide with a pistol, having written a note. However, before he can do so, Superman knocks on the car's window and asks if he can help. Heating the motors with his heat vision, Superman also uses his power to thaw the car's frozen battery, while also talking to the, uh, taking the time to talk to the motorist about his situation. The motorist recently had to have his wife committed to a home for elderly, suffers from the uh, from a debilitating disease, and has a poor relationship. Is that what happened? <laughs> I'm reading the official synopsis, so I, okay. I guess so. Uh, okay. And has a poor relationship with his daughter. Sympathizing with his problems, Superman suggests that the motorist pay a visit to some people he knows in the area, who can give him shelter until he manages to repair his car. As he departs, it is revealed that his car broke down near Smallville, implying that the people Superman mentioned were Ma and Pa Kent. Yeah, I mean, the only detail in in this synopsis that doesn't ring true to what I read was having his wife committed. Yeah, I I took it that they... They they were separating. Yeah, they were separating. I mean, all right, so it's on... Page four, panel five mm-hmm. um, says, "Don't you have don't you have people who count on you? Family?" Superman says, and he says, "the the man answers." Yeah, I I'm returning from Central City where I helped my wife move. We had to. Well, she's going to live there now. Right. And that's, I guess and that's, I guess you could read it both ways, right? He's either sure. he's either trepidatious because he's coming to terms with separating from his wife, or he's like, I had to help her move there because. I couldn't take care of her. I, and yeah, I guess, I mean, if it's, but is that the official DC synopsis or just a synopsis written by somebody? Um, I believe, well, so this is on the uh, DC database, but I, th- oh. I think these are taken from uh, the writers specifically. All right, let's see. Get I'm going to get on Twitter and, and hit up Paul Chadwick. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to sign up for Twitter first. Um, you will. So. You know, with eight dollars, I can get, I can be blue checkmarked. Um, yes, you could. <laughs> Which, as as we know, blue checkmark means it's, it's something. Fishing. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Like, oh, I I can pay you. I so I can do it for free, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, and not have a blue checkmark, or I can pay eight dollars a month and have a blue checkmark. Well, okay. If you don't have the checkmark, then people don't see your tweets as easily. It, yeah, there's a yeah. there's an algorithm <clears throat> supposedly that suppress uh-huh. that suppresses your tweets. Unless here's, you pay. I just, here's what I want to say. Who cares? Fuck you, Elon Musk. I, um, well, I could agree. I could uh, agree, and I will agree. Thank you. Thank you for agreeing, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. Um, not no, a problem. this is this is my favorite story in the book. I mean, it's it's very it's very touching that Superman takes the time, mm-hmm. and, and this is what makes Superman Superman. He takes the time to help one individually stranded man, one man who is stranded. Um, in the middle of a snowstorm. Question is, why doesn't Superman just carry the car somewhere? You know? <laughs> well, he he does say that he is sort of in the middle of something, and he just happened to. I understand that, but he's like, you know, hold on, let me just carry the car to the place that he tells them to go, and he tells them to go visit a small car. Cu- cu- excuse me, a couple, an elderly couple in Smallville. I wonder who he's talking about because you know they've helped him before. Right, right, right. Um, I couldn't think so. I couldn't think of uh, who he's referring to. No, I, it's. I was like, God, I wish I, I wish I knew more about Superman in Smallville. Yeah. Um, 
If only the two were related in some yeah, capacity. If only, if only they would make a television show about that particular town. Yeah, I feel like um, that would be maybe boring, I would though. Know. It probably would be boring. And it, it'd probably maybe go half a season. Yeah. Certainly not something like 10 or 11 seasons. That's That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it would either go half a season or an extra uh, eight seasons that didn't that weren't necessary. Oh, I disagree. Mm. I disagree. Well, you're you can do that, but you're wrong. I mean, I would say that the first seven seasons are pretty, you know, banging. You didn't um, watch after the, that. You didn't watch the show that long. I did so. You did not. I watched until I did so. You were there. You did not watch it for the first seven seasons. No, no, no. I didn't watch it, but I would when they did the reruns. When they would, I did watch the first seven. Seasons. I've watched the whole thing at, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last couple seasons, it was just like ugh, kind of a slog to get through. Gotcha. Um, I agree with you that uh, this is a great story. Uh, I love, mm-hmm. I love Superman. It's stories. very simple. It's a very simple. Story. It is very it's short. It's sweet. Um, I just love any time that Superman gets to be like endearing. Yes. Um, and yeah, that is what is great about Superman that he does take the time to help an individual. It's not always, you know, fighting off the a, world ending. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's not always fighting someone to save lives. Mm-hmm. He can just, yeah. he can just he, save someone's yeah. life. Uh, you know, in person, I guess. Yeah, it, it, just by talking to the guy, like, hey, look, I care about you. Even if you think the rest of the world doesn't, I, Superman, care about you. Yeah, Super- so do me a favor and save yourself, you know? Yeah. It is... Uh, Position, heal thyself. Yes. So, but the guy is... does have a a condition mm-hmm. um, that it's basically, I think it's, it's almost like Lou Gehrig's d- disease, the way they are describing it right. um, that he's going to, he's going to lose control of his muscles at some point and, and slowly, slowly die from that. Um, right. Which to me, I think is the, the worst type of like Lou Gehrig's disease or, or ALS or whatever is, um, is ALS. I think that's right. Yeah. A- is, um, ALS. That is, um, a comic book artist recently, Carlos, uh, Oh my God. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Pa- uh, Carlos Pacheco. I think. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing his last name wrong. Um, he recently passed away from ALS. Mm. Uh, sadly. Well, I don't know if I had ALS, I would be like begging for death. Sure. I maybe, but he was essentially, he had an issue with his leg. Um, mm. and he was going to semi retire from comic book art, uh, until he had that taken care of. And then within like a year he died. It, it, yeah. He had, mm. Yeah. Um, That's anyway, right. so that this guy's got that. So Superman is like, look, your your disease is a long, hard way to go. Nobody should be alone in this world. Um, if don't, if not for me, do it for you. Excuse me. Do it for if yourself. not for yourself, do it for me. Yeah. Um, he's trying to get the guy to call his daughter, who he is on the outs with. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Superman's like, yeah, look, just look, call her. Do it for me, man. Yeah, give her a call. Yeah, you need you need people in your life to help you know, especially as you go through this disease. Correct. Uh, and uh, I think the guy, I think he will. He says, I'll call her um, on the next page. I think he's, page a, seven. I think he's a liar. He is, oh, he's a liar. Look, yeah, look at his face on page eight, panel four. He's like, Superman flies away. He's like, Merry Christmas, asshole. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Yeah, yeah, you filthy alien. I'm going to go kill these people in Smallville. <laughs> you didn't take, you didn't take my yeah. other gun. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, because yeah, because on panel one or panel two on that same page, panel or to page eight, you see Superman crushing the gun. Yeah. Um, and then in panel 
five, you see as he's flying away, the the scattered the parts of the gun are are just falling yeah. from the sky. The Superman's basically like, "There's your fucking gun, <laughs> idiot, dickweed." <laughs> Um, douche canoe, douche canoe. No, it is really. It's a great little story. Uh, it is the. Yep. It is the one that I read, and I was like, "Yeah, I think this will be a fun, like, a, yeah, a well, nice this little yeah, sweet comic." You you get into this that one, and you're like, "Oh, I'm looking forward to reading more." And then you get to this next one. Oh, you, so you don't like this next one? No. Um, I here here's what I like about this. One. So do, do you want to do the? Are you going to do a, a breakdown of this one or a synopsis of this one? Yeah, I will do a synopsis of this one. Because yeah, I'd like to see what they what they say happens in this. Theirs is much shorter. I wrote my own, um, mm, okay. which sort of goes over the same detail. Um, so which would okay. you prefer? Theirs? Just, uh, just to I see would like what... to hear theirs and see what they say happens in this. Okay, so story number two is Batman and in the depths, as it is titled. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says... The history of very Christmassy title, by the way, and in the depths. Yes. Um, oh, I should say that it is written by uh, Dave Gibbons of Watchmen fame mm-hmm. uh, with pencils and colors by Gray Morrow. Letters by John Casanza, Costanza eh? and uh, yep. Mark Wade is the editor. Yep. Uh, the history of the cave that would become the Batcave is retold from its formation to its discovery by a young Bruce Wayne through the years when it is. Uh, when it was used by Batman, Alfred, and later Robin, uh, through to the present, in which Batman operates without a Robin. Yet, an actual Robin is still to be found in the cave, and it drives off a bat that menaced it, before flying off into the sky, quoting, uh, Long though the night has been, it cannot last forever. Now, that doesn't cover what the actual story is very well. No, the actual story to me, Mm -hmm. it is basically how Dick Grayson, Robin, Mm -hmm. um... Is the light uh, in Batman's life? Is the light is the light of of Batman's life? Yes, is is the one who saved Batman? Who who Bruce Wayne would have would have I don't know I might say killed himself, but would have driven himself mad if it weren't for Dick Grayson coming into his life. Correct. Uh, I have my own little summary that basically goes over that. Uh, was it a piece revolving around the Batcave, its history, and the eternal battle between dark and light? Because it's constantly going back and forth between you know the darkness and then the light. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is also, in a way, an allegory for the life of Batman, uh, mm-hmm. sh- showing him in both his darkest and brightest times, focusing a bush. Yes, focusing uh, a bit on the importance of the Robin character to that of Batman. Robin, of course, representing the light in an otherwise very dark world. Uh, the story ends with a quite literal depiction of a Robin having found its way into the Batcave, becoming surrounded by bats and fending them off on its own. The Robin representing the light, fighting away the darkness that is the bats. Yep, and I don't. I wouldn't even say it's Robin. I think it's Dick Grayson. You know. Sure. Yeah. Well, because yes, at this point, specifically, at this point, at this point in, in 1988, I Jason Todd, Tim Grayson. No, Jason. Uh, was it Jason Todd or Tim? In 1988, or, uh, Jason Todd would have just been dead, right? This is Chris. Yeah, this is Chris. But, but, hold on. <laughs> I think I got it here somewhere. I think we we've already covered this have, at some point. Have we? Yeah, we did. It's it was. I don't know if you remember. It's called uh, a death in the family. I don't recall. Well, you probably forgot the last two parts. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't blame you. I don't blame you for that. What happened in those? Uh, so, uh, Joker killed. Um, Joker killed someone. Yeah, Joker killed someone. But believe it or not. Whoa. Um. Yeah. No. I know. Um. <clears throat> oh, this doesn't have the date on it. <laughs> Now, well, I was looking at the the a lonely place of dying, which is the the introduction of of uh, 
Oh, Tim Drake. Gotcha. And I think that was still in 19... It might have been 89 at that point. Yeah, because this book came out in 89. Well, it's... it. Well, it was 88. No, this is 89. I'm looking at the... I've got the thing... I've got the... The paper copy. Uh, DC Comics, blah, blah, blah. New York copyright 1988. DC Comics. Copyright 88. Well... That doesn't mean that's when it was released. What's the cover? You would think they would... Release what's it what's in, the date on the cover? Uh... Doesn't, doesn't, uh, have, doesn't have 89 year. i guess yeah. it says 89 yeah they probably wrote it in 88 or oh actually you know 88 what the previous year um the copyright is probably for christmas with the superheroes which the first issue of that came out in 88 so i wonder if that's what that... i don't think so because you'd have to i don't know whatever it doesn't matter I don't know. I'm surprised they didn't do so it. So if this, if this came out Christmas of 89, then Tim Drake has already been introduced. Gotcha. But this is written by Dave Gibbons, who probably doesn't care. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. About, about uh, Tim Drake or even Jason Todd, when he's probably, yeah. he's probably someone who grew up with Dick Grayson. Yeah, well, as we all did. What, yeah, pretty much. Um, the, the, the be- as we've said before, <clears throat> the best, Robin. Definitely. I won't even argue with you anymore. Okay, you you shouldn't. <laughs> um, so you didn't like this one. Um, I'm not gonna say I did. This is my uh, is this my least favorite of the book. Uh, no, it's not my least favorite it's, of the book. It's certainly not my uh, least favorite. Um, I but no, I didn't. Like I said, I like the the. First of all, it has nothing to do with Christmas. So why is it in yeah, Christmas it, of the it, Superheroes? It's, it's um, it's very little to do with Christmas. The no, story, this, the story itself, has nothing to do with Christmas. Yeah, if it was in at the beginning of a Batman story, then yeah, this is you know this yeah it's it's a great Batman story, but it's not sure for this being called Christmas with the superheroes, and this has nothing to do with super Christmas at all. <laughs> and very Except little to do with superheroes. Yeah, a, a couple, Batman doesn't couple, have superpowers. Yeah, exactly. yeah, neither one of these people. None of these people have superpowers. Ugh. Um, yeah. Um, but I guess it, as far as just a story, a, a, a quick short story about the relationship between Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and you know, Bruce being a father basically is, is what this is about. I mean, you can right. see in, in some of these panels, like you can see how happy he is that, that, that Dick is there. Yeah. Um, and then how dismissive how sad of, he is. of him when he's leaving. Well, how, how, no, I mean, look, it, I mean, those me first three up. panels kind of show on page seven of this story specifically. Yeah. Um, where he's sort of ignoring him as he's leaving choosing to keep doing his work and then just shaking his hand as he leaves. Yeah, but um, on panel seven, you see him, his head bowed as he, after Dick oh, yeah. leaves. Um, and you can tell he's sad. I mean, that's, that's so like I said, it, it's basically empty nest, you know? Correct. Um, I like, I, I mean, hell, having, having watched one or two kids leave the house, it is, it's, it is a bit melancholy. You know, it's you, great. You do, you do well, it is great in the long run, but that you know that <laughs> day or two that it happens, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, now what do I do? It's amazing in the long run. Yeah, in the, in the yeah, in the long run, like fuck yeah, this is the best <laughs> thing that ever happened. Why did I even have kids? Why did I even do? I could have been life could have been like this the whole time. Great. I mean, as someone who doesn't have kids and is near yeah. nearly thirty, I, I can yeah. say it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I imagine. Um, I like. I can only imagine because at thirty, I had. You know, two little snot-nosed pieces of shit that you know always wanted to eat food and you yeah, know, I know, right? God damn it! I know, right? Didn't want to do homework and you know, well, you know try, 
mess me mess with you and i was trying to watch tv I'm, leave me the fuck alone what do you want what? oh food again jesus oh, i fed you last week i did god damn here's some <laughs> freaking ramen no you can't have any water just eat the fucking the ramen crush it up yeah what's wrong with you i took this i took the flavor packet out of it by the way yeah <laughs> exactly i'm saving that for some broth <laughs> merry christmas <laughs> no um yeah so this is definitely not my favorite of the stories but i do i do really like it um I do like the symbolism of the the light and the dark uh, rep- mm-hmm. representing Batman and Robin specifically. Yeah. And without Robin, it is just always dark and using the cave to kind of um, exemplify that as well as yeah. bats, like actual bats and an actual Robin as well. Yeah. And the, and the Robin. Yeah. And at the end, I mean, you would, you could even say that, the, that Robin is the, it's the hero of all Batman stories. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Uh, there's uh, been some, stirrings online recently about people talking about who the fourth uh most iconic character from dc is you know after the trinity uh dick grayson's probably yeah well that's what a lot of people are saying is like it it has to be dick grayson right without dick grayson you don't get any other sidekicks true without dick true Gray- I, I don't know i mean you don't get yeah, you don't yeah, get yeah, all yeah, the just, ones that we do have you will you would sure. eventually get them i guess but like He's the progenitor I, of that. I, I yeah, I think Robin probably is. You know, Dick Grayson Robin is probably number four. Um, although you could argue it's Flash or Green Lantern as well. And some people were making um, that argument, and I I would agree because someone was like, uh, well, you know, the Flash has all of the multiverse stuff, has all of this other stuff. You know, without the Flash, but you don't get that. Who is more well known to non comic book fans, Rob. Robin or Flash? Because mm. it's Batman and Robin. Yeah. Uh, or you know, basically, I mean, both. Of, I mean, you and I, we could never, no, know that because I mean, it's like, well, we, you've grown up with comic books, and so did I, right? Um, so it's like, yeah, I, I would say Robin is probably more well known mm-hmm. to people that aren't comic book fans. You know, like I said, because of it just Batman, and Robin are in the zeitgeist, right? Um, Flash, I think somebody would have to be like, hold on, yeah, uh, yeah, isn't there a guy that runs really fast? You know, any red, any played by yes, any played by yeah. that uh, that Ezra Miller? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We 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 want the other guy, Grant uh, Gustav. Grant Gustav. Gustin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the better Flash. He should be Flash in the movies. Yeah, um, he should be. I don't know why they had to bring in some stupid ass like Ezra, Ezra Miller. But... Of, of Grant Gustin, a Virginia native. Oh, is he really mm-hmm. from Virginia Beach? Uh, well, so oh, you know, Virginia adjacent. Mazeltov, Grant. Mazeltov, him, uh, and John Wesley Ship, uh, who played <laughs> his dad in that and the original Flash. No, no, yeah. no the original Flash, yeah, yeah, from the from the early nineties. Yes, from the early nineties. I think it made it half a season. I think it did one full season. It might have done one full season. I remember watching it, and, and me and my friends at school were like, "Yeah, it's a pretty good show." Yeah, it's fine. Like, why is that episode of Mark Hamill was fun? Yeah. Why is Flash so buff? <laughs> yeah, he's huge. Yeah, it was like Flash is not supposed to be that you know that big of a guy, but it was the nineties. Everybody had to be big and buff. That's true. So, extreme Flash. Extreme. Um, moving on to story number three, which is my personal favorite of this batch. Okay, I like this one a lot too. I did like this one a lot. Um, too. This is the Wonder Woman story, uh, titled "Gifts." Uh, it is mm-hmm. by Eric Shanauer. Sh- Sh- Shanauer. Yeah, that's that's how I've always said it. Yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Shanauer. Um, Shanauer. Um, I'm guessing he's probably he's. I know he's a, a cartoonist in general, so he's probably the one who did the majority of the art for this. And 
Mm. Uh, the coloring is done by Tom McGraw. Again, welcome back, Tom. Okay. Yeah. Um, and editor is Mark Wade. And yep. if I can just read this synopsis real quick. Go for it. Uh, Diana wakes up from or wakes from a nightmare featuring Mindy Mayer, Hermes, and Zeus. The next mm-hmm. day, Julia Katopoulos uh, greets an old friend, Pastor Sharon Jackson, who comes for a visit. After Sharon tearfully confesses that her husband has just asked for a divorce after an affair. Oh. Julia attempts to comfort and reassure her friend that she still has much to give to the world. Vanessa Katopoulos uh, arrives and is greeted by Sharon, who notes that the young woman wears Wonder Woman earrings. The next day, mm-hmm. Diana descends into the backyard as Sharon is talking or taking a walk there. And they have a brief and somewhat awkward conversation about Diana's role in the world and the interactions she's had with the Olympians. Over the next day, Diana, Sharon, Julia, and Vanessa enjoy the holidays together. On Christmas night, however, Sharon discovers that Diana is awake in the living room, and they talk about Diana's recent nightmares, and how she feels uncertain that she is accomplishing anything in her mission in life. Sharon comforts and reassures her that she should continue in her beliefs and her struggles. In the process, coming to terms with the challenges that she herself has to face now, as she explains to Julia on Christmas morning. Oh, are you done? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm done. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was. Yeah, I, I was. I zoned out. I was... Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, uh, we're talking about women stuff. Yeah, uh, girl stuff. Yeah. Ugh. Um. No, I, this is my favorite story. Um, I think the art is probably the best that is featured in the in the comic. Other than maybe, maybe the next story ha- is a competitor because it's John Byrne. Because uh... it's, it's John Byrne, and he's very talented. Sure. And, I, and Adam Kubert, who's also very talented. Sure. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, Kubert, yeah, he was, a, he had a, a great video game in the 80s. Yep, he sure did. Yeah, it was fun. It's not that good, but. Um, yeah, it's not as good as Kubert, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, um, oh, this one, I like this one. It's, this one is very sweet, very touching, um, much more Christmassy. Um, Yes, Even though definitely. Diana Diana does not celebrate Christmas, and she says so in here, she says, "I've read about your Christian religion." Um, yeah, it's silly. I do like the, the, the pastor in here goes, uh, "Do you re- really believe in Greek in ancient Greek gods?" And she's like, "I've met them." Diana, Diana's like, uh, "Yeah, hey, here's the thing. I was formed out of clay by my mother Hippolyta, yeah, and best- and life was bestowed on me by the Greek gods. And that's a fact. Everybody yeah. knows. Yeah, that is um, that is my current." uh yeah. continuity and comics i think that was her her, uh, her origin but I, I have no idea what it is now right well she and diana or not diana donna uh rather uh, donna troy are always having uh origins that are changing and swapping and whatever sure yeah that's that that's wait, good on you dc why don't stick with anything yeah don't stick to anything yeah, yeah, that'd be like Sp- Spider Man. Like, yeah, it wasn't Uncle. It, it's not Uncle Ben that died. It was Flash Thompson that died. And oh no, now, you know, yeah, that would be- that's what, that's what you know gave me uh, or told me that I needed to to become a superhero <laughs> to save all of my classmates. Well, I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah, as as often sure. as that school is getting attacked, it sort of is the reason he's a superhero in a weird way. Oh, speaking of Flash Thompson, I did watch. Um, Willow this week, the the, the new Willow show. Uh-huh. And T- Flash Thompson. Tony Ravoli. Is, yeah, he's is yeah, he is one of the main characters in that show. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was like, go ahead, Flash. I see, I see what you got going on. Way to go. Yeah. I, I, Way to go, Flash. Way to go. I, Way to get a job. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I'm definitely planning on watching it. It's, it's delightful. If you like, if you like the first, I'm hoping at some point, um, Val Kilmer, I know he's been sick. Um, yeah, he, was it throat cancer? Uh, yes. Esophage, esophageal like that. cancer. Okay. I'm hoping that he makes an appearance as Mad Martigan at some point. Mm. Um, Maybe I don't. I don't know if he. Well, they've mentioned him a few times. I'm hoping that he just that, that, that he can have a cameo, but we'll see. We'll we'll see. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. I mean, you can't have Willow without Mads Mardigan. It's it's just it's a fact. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, but no, I just the story I, doesn't work without it. Well, no, of course it <clears> just <throat> doesn't. Yeah. Like, where's yeah. Mads? Everybody everybody knows this. It's 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 you know it's it's common knowledge. <laughs> um. But no, I just I, I love the story. I particularly love this uh, depiction of Wonder Woman. Uh, I feel like a lot of the times the more modern take on Wonder Woman is of a warrior, not someone. I say she's basically Thor now. Yeah, and she's, and I think um, Gal Gadot's version of Wonder Woman it falls more in line with this. Is she yes. she she is a warrior, but she is hopeful. Uh, she is compassionate. Yes. Um, that's yes. why I even if that second movie is not great, I still think she is good in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I her depiction well, of the character is great. Yeah, that's the second movie has nothing to do with any of the actors, and it's the writing, right, and the direction of it. It's, right. It's, I'm sorry, Patsy. What is her name? Uh huh. Pat, Whatever. Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, you did not do a good job on that one. <laughs> no. Um. That aside, uh, I think that version of Wonder Woman is fantastic. Still, um, just like this version of Wonder Woman, I I like seeing a down to earth Wonder Woman whose whose whole character is like. I just want to do what's right for the world. I want to help people. I'm not just, I'm not a bloodthirsty uh, warrior. Yeah. So, no, I, did, I like this one a lot. I like, I like the characters in this one. I like the relationships in this one. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of words. Um, it is. But, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed the, the, the companionship that they gave each other. Um, they like said it, it's not overly Christmassy, but it is Christmassy. Right. Um, and of course my favorite, my favorite part of this is on page seven, panel one, Wonder Woman has an adorable little sweater on. Yeah. <laughs> she does. While, they're, while they're doing cookies and baking and stuff. Yeah, she does. She does. She changes her outfit a lot in, she does. in this well, story. Wonder Woman. I mean, yeah. 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 Women, women be tripping, man. They got to change Wonder, their clothes all the time. Wonder women be tripping. And it's also one. It's funny because when she shows up, mm -hmm. she doesn't have any luggage with her. No, she doesn't. And um, so when she when she drops out of the sky into the backyard, she's like, "Boom! Wonder Woman is here!" Boom! And um, I am here. And and uh, and um, well, she, had she has she has no change of clothes. No, but I guess if she does her spinny thing, maybe she that that gives her clothes. I don't know. Maybe because I I believe maybe it's I, a great power. It is a great power because I believe she is uh she is significantly taller and larger than all the other women in the room. She is. Um, she is. So yeah, none of the, none of them are going to be able to wear, or or she's not going to be able to wear any of their clothes. No. Um, I do. I do really love the interaction between her and Sharon uh, on Christmas Eve, where they're talking about, or where Wonder Woman is doubting herself um, and her mission in life. Uh, and Sharon, you know, comforts her, and basically says, like, you know, as long as you believe it, just you know, to do it. Yeah. Um. Again. I just think it's it's a really sweet story. I I, I love Wonder Woman, um, and I just I like this version of Wonder Woman. I should say. I do too. There's not a whole lot to say about this one. I mean, it, like I said, um, 
It's short and sweet. Diana, it, it, it feels the most. It, it feels Diana, most grounded in human in a, in a way. It is. But Diana has is questioning her place in the world. Um, just like uh, what's the Sharon? Just like Sharon, Sharon is also questioning her place after her husband cheated on her. Um, mm-hmm. which which is which is a, a fairly human emotion. I mean, to, wait, you know, understandably or understand how she feels. Right. Well, um, so she, after her, oh, I was gonna her say. whole world is basically collapsed, but. At the end, she takes the time as a pastor mm-hmm. to reassure Donna that, or oh, she's not Donna. Donna's not in this one. Diana. Um, Diana, that she is making a difference in the world and she should stay the course. And um, right. and by by reassuring Diana to do that, she also reassures herself that she is good at what she does, um, and that she will continue to be a pastor. Right. Um, yeah. So, so the, like the the theme throughout the story is sort of. Um like loss of faith in one's self, but never mm-hmm. loss of faith in your own faith. Cause again, mm-hmm. uh, 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 man, Sharon, that's her name. Sharon. <laughs> I, Sharon. I forgot, even though I, I just told you, you just, yeah, you just corrected me. <laughs> uh, Sharon is a pastor and, but she's losing faith in herself as a pastor. She says that she's thinking about giving it up, um, because her husband cheated with a woman, um, in her, on the, yeah, yeah church her council. Church. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so she was the pastor, so she must work closely with this woman on the on the church council as well, I would think. Right. Um, so that's, that's, a, that's a double whammy. Yes, and it, her husband is awful. I think his name is David. Yeah. I think his name is Brian. Brian, I think, is the name that they give. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't like anybody named Brian. <laughs> Me neither. Hate every Brian. Um, yeah. But no, so her, her faith in herself is shaken uh, a bit, but never in her religion. And the same goes for Diana, right? She's... She doesn't. She's uncertain if she. Yeah, she she questions herself if she's making a difference. She doesn't question the the, the Greek gods, right? Or you know, um, or her or Hippolyta herself, mm-hmm. um, or this or anything to do with the mascara, um, the mascara. Yeah, yeah, the mascara. It always sounds so weird when I say it. Yeah, it sounds like you're saying the mascara. Yeah, it's that's, exactly <laughs> like, I, and I wonder when they made that if that's like what? What do we know about women? Well, they wear uh, mascara. So what if they? What if she comes from the mascara? Mm. Um, sure, sure, but maybe we should just shorten it a little bit to the mascara. The like, mascara. Sure, whatever. The mascara. The mascara. Like, that, that doesn't that doesn't sound like a real place. Well, it's not. It's not. It's fake. <laughs> We're making it up. Um, but yeah, so that's that story. Um, it comes. It it's it's just good. I like it. Yeah, it is a good story. Um, the next story uh, is a character that I'm not familiar with. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, it's Enemy Ace. Um, sure. Yes. Enemy Ace, the story is called Silent Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says, On Christmas in 1916, at a British field hospital somewhere in France, a young and badly injured soldier entertains a young nurse with drawings of an aircraft labeled Lords of the Killer Skies. The subject matter angers another older patient who berates the young man while the hospital's cook struggles to make something edible with the poor ingredients available to him. Suddenly, everyone present hears the sound of an airplane motor drawing near. The plane lands outside the hospital and the staff are stunned to realize that the pilot is Hans von Hammer, the enemy ace, who has decided to go quite a bit beyond the Christmas truce and actually give aid and comfort to his enemies by delivering food to the hospital. He also dances with the nurse and salutes the memory of the men who've died at the hospital. The last bit outrages the young soldier, who draws a pistol and points it at Von Hammer. The older soldier stops him from shooting the man, but nevertheless orders Von Hammer out of the hospital, refusing to shake his hand. Von Hammer returns to the killer skies. Um, yep. 
<clears throat> and that pretty much sums up that one. That's not a lot to say about this one. It's, there's not it's, a lot to there's say. No, there's no dialogue. There's no words in this. There's no dialogue, and it's all done through imagery, which is great. I, it's very easy to follow. It's very easy to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, it's it it's it's a, it's a well told story with no words. It's you know, it's it's great. Right. Uh, they let all the images do the talking, and I think all the images do a really good job of doing mm-hmm. the talking. I'm yep. not familiar. They, yeah, they like I said, they do the right images. Yes. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not familiar with Enemy Ace, but I know there's nope. a, but both at Marvel and DC, there are a ton of those characters that exist, um, sort of out of time or. They're constantly in this uh, era of World War Two, World War One, yeah. I guess, which this yeah. would have been. Yeah, so enemy Ace would be a German pilot mm-hmm. in World War One. Um, so it's amazing that he didn't get shot down flying to England. Well, he's the um, well, they're in France or France, whatever. Yeah. Well, he is the best pilot ever, apparently. That's true. That's um, true. I should say that the story. The Red Baron basically is what he is. Yes, exactly. Um, the story and pencils are by John Byrne and Andy Kubert, uh, who finished. The art, um, mm-hmm. colors, and had a very good and it had a very good game, a very great game. Um, and then had sex with Josh Gad. Josh Gad, I didn't even know he was was he even alive at this time. Uh, Josh Gad's like forty, so yeah, probably just barely born. <laughs> <clears throat> if anyone's ever seen that movie, Pixels, I I have not. It's not good. No, I I didn't think it would be. <laughs> um, the colors are by Glenn Whitmore. Um, Mark Wade is the editor, of course, and this story is the only. Oh, you can play, you can play Cubert online. Hold on. <laughs> okay, well, Dad's gonna play Cubert. I'm gonna keep reading this. Uh, and this story is the only one that is dedicated to anyone. It is dedicated to Joe Cubert and Bob Canisher, or Connisher. Hold on. You're just playing. You're just playing the game now, aren't you? Ooh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is very interesting for a podcast. <laughs> I'm not good at Hubert, so I, I... Oh, I fell off. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, never mind. All right, stop, <laughs> stop. I have to leave that in now. <laughs> Hubert, everybody, you can play Hubert for, for free online. Play Kubert mm. for free. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this is a, this is a great uh, story by Hubert. Um, yeah, it is. It's... Or colored by Kubert. I don't know. Did, he, oh, did he did the finishing art. He did the finishing art. So thank you, Kubert. Yeah. I guess I'm curious why he had to step in and help finish it. I wonder if John Byrne was just busy doing something else. What was he writing at this point? 89? Was he Was he still? No, he, he was, was done with X-Men. Yeah, or Fantastic Four. Uh, oh, um, yeah, that's true. He was, he, was he done with Fantastic Four in 89? Potentially. 88? I don't know. I don't either. Uh, you know who would know. No, Kevin and Will. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, they fo- they follow people's careers uh, far more much than, closer than yeah, yes. much closer than we do. Yeah, um, they do. They do. Good for them. I can't keep. Track. Gonna, I but... can't keep track of people that I like. Exactly. Half the exactly. time, I'm like, ah, eh, yeah. no. Uh, but yeah, it's, right. it's it's a it's a good little story. It's it's not anything crazy. Um, it's touching though. It is touching that that uh you know even I know. In the wars, we always make the Germans in, in World War II. Yes, the Germans were Nazis were freaking evil. Hey, guess what? Uh, ye, the ja- the, <laughs> the Nazis are evil. Um, things pronounced you dumbass. Things pronounced yay. <laughs> Whatever. As I don't in Kanye. What his name is. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what his name is You're at right. this point. I agree. Uh, um, <laughs> Nazis are evil. Um, but in World War One, they weren't Nazis. They were just the Germans 
German soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that that, that German sh- soldiers are any at, at that point are any more evil than any other soul, you know. Right. So um, the fact that they in this book they have a German pilot um, bringing supplies to injured. Um, I guess they're French and British, right? Yeah. So it's a it's a French. Uh... The Allies. It's an Allied instill, you know. Uh, yeah medical camp or whatever um or hospital camp whatever uh-huh. um and so he brings supplies to them that's you know that's that's something people would never think would happen and correct so and he uses the backdrop of the christmas truce um which is uh historically uh accurate yeah well i mean there's something that happened right it is the thing that, it is it, it, is, it, it is, is something that happened. it is the thing that people know happened in world war one yeah Yep, they for one day they stopped and they played. I think I've played soccer. I read they they played soccer. Sorry, they played football. 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 <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, we just learned yesterday that the Americans were knocked out of the World Cup. Oh no! Eaten, eaten by the the Netherlands by the Dutch in oh, their claw in their clogs. <laughs> I can't believe they beat them. Like, like how did you how did you lose to people to soccer players wearing clogs? Yeah, they didn't. Even... Americans truly are not good at soccer. No. Football. 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 Um, but no, it's a it's a good little story. Um now moving on to what is what is what is it in um Austin Powers is Austin Powers two is like I respect I respect all people. That's the that's the third movie. <laughs> yeah, it, the there's third only movie. two there's only two things in this world I can't stand. People yeah, who are intolerant, intolerant of other yeah. people's cultures <laughs> and the that's Dutch. What it is. And the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, moving on to story number five, and this one I this is my second favorite one. This is my least favorite. Really? Yep. Okay. Um. All right. I mean, I <laughs> guess you don't know joy. Is that what it is? Um. It's 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 hokey. I guess it just it is hokey. That's but it's hey. You know what? Christmas is hokey. Um. I suppose. <laughs> watch watch a Christmas movie or sometime. I don't like Christmas movies. Well, that's why you know it is the season, man. I know. The, Lindsay Lohan has a has a new one out, and it's actually pretty good. I'm not gonna watch it. It's good. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. I'm not going to. It's I can't remember what it's called. It's Christmas with Lindsay Lohan or something. I don't know. I haven't opened my net. I haven't personally opened the Netflix app in probably three years. <laughs> but you're still paying for it. <laughs> I don't pay for it. She Amanda pays for oh, it. She Some, pays for sometimes it? Okay. she'll open it and watch something, but like, okay, I I, I have not. Well, tell her to watch Lindsay Lohan's <laughs> Christmas. Spectacular. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's Christmas Spooktacular. Yeah, whatever, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> is it Christmas? I don't know what it is. A cri- what is it, Lindsay? A Christmas Spooktacular would be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> um. Oh, what is her? <laughs> I don't know. It... Is it another L- Herbie Lindsay movie? Because she actually, I was because I, I never disliked Lindsay Lohan. Um. Falling for Christmas. That's what it is. No, it's not. It's not a hurry. It's another. It's falling for Christmas. Okay. Um. I'll, I'm gonna text. I'm gonna text message Amanda and tell her she has to watch that. <laughs> okay. She loves. She loves Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I, I know she does. I mean, everybody. <laughs> everybody. She's a. She's a national treasure, dude. She once was. Yes. Sure. Well, I mean, and she will be again. Hopefully, you know. As long. As, I mean, I hope she's doing. I hope Lindsay Lohan is doing well. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, she, she's got she's got a she's got a brand new movie out. That's true. She's getting she is getting more opportunities, which is good, I think, for her. Um, either way, story number five um is yeah. a Flash and Green Lantern team up. Uh and it's called An Old Fashioned Christmas. Uh the story is by uh William Messner Loeb's. 
or just Loeb, I think. Uh, pencils by Colleen Doran, who I, I love Colleen Doran. I think she's very talented. Uh, inks are by Ty Templeton. Uh, letters are by Albert de Guzman. Colors by Tom McGraw, and editor is Mark Wade. Mm-hmm. And this is probably the longest, <laughs> the longest synopsis ever. Okay. <laughs> it's very long. Is this... Is this- did you read this one straight off the DC app or DC page? Yeah, I'm just reading this right off the uh, DC database. Okay. DC database. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. In the Justice, Here we go. In the Justice League satellite, Barry Allen and Hal Jordan are on monitor duty, which is not true. It's just Barry Allen. Uh, are on monitor duty on Christmas Eve and frankly bored out of their skulls, discussing the presence that Oliver Queen, which is a copy of Das Kapital, mm-hmm. and Wally West, which is a pair of socks, gave them. Uh, with the end of their duty, they return to Earth in their civilian identities to a to visit a small town and observe how Christmas is celebrated there. It's raining and miserable, and the Santa Claus who accepts Hal's donation for the poor is not in a good mood. However, the two heroes save an old man from a pair of muggers, discovering that the old man is C.B. Finster, a rich... C.B. Finster, you say? Phoebe Buffon. Phoebe Buffet? Phoebe Buffet. Um, a rich and famous man who has concluded that life is meaningless. Earlier that day, he offered a fortune to anyone who could prove that there is a Santa Claus, only to get no takers. Finster mourns uh, now. Ugh. Finster mourns how the world has become a colder and crueler place than it was in his youth, because no one Ooh, believes buddy. in Santa Claus anymore. I told you this is a long Ooh. one. Well, I'm just no, I'm just saying. I mean, Mister Finster would be um miserable now, uh, miserable in 2022. Yes. Uh, like, have you met Trump? Yeah. Have you met the world? Have you have you met fifty percent of the United States? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if not more, unfortunately. Uh, this inspires Hal and Barry to give Finster the opportunity to become Santa Claus, delivering presents to young children, then helping a recent widow to assemble bikes for her children, then meeting another old man who's glad to just have some company. However, the heroes can't locate one of the families they were supposed to find and reluctantly confess their failure to Finster. Finster, however, realizes where the family, rendered homeless by recent events, are staying, and offers to help. Hal and Barry celebrate the fact that they have reawakened Finster's Christmas spirit and urge him to use his wealth for charitable ends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, like I said, it is a campy story, um, it, it, but I like it. I, I, I have a good time. I like um, Barry Allen and, and Hal Jordan. Um, yes. This is, I guess, this is a prequel because at this point in the comic books, Barry Allen is dead. Um, this is this is yes. several years earlier. Um, so um, I wonder why they decided to do it as Barry Allen and not Wally. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, again. William Mesner Loeb probably doesn't care about Wally, no, and, maybe, and wants to tell a story with the Flash that he likes. All right, or and potentially wanted to tell a story with the Flash that he likes. With Green Lantern specifically, because Wally and Hal aren't is, friends. Because they're buddies. Yeah, like Wally and Hal aren't friends. Not really. I think maybe at this time Hal Jordan might have also been dead. Oh, really? In '89, maybe. I I don't know when it, it, I don't know when he turned evil and died in the comics. I don't know when that happened. So this could have been. Uh, I think that was sometime. In the, I thought that was later. It maybe. So this might be just before that. But they, you know, the two of them together are sort of a, a classic team up other than 
I guess, Green Lantern and Green Arrow, right? They're pretty classically teamed up together in the comics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, and I think that's probably because... They're, well, they're no, green. Well, I think their colors pop, you know, but, but especially in this story, red and green for Christmas. I mean... Yes, that's true. Yeah, but their colors, you know, pop off the page. So I think that's... Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, I do think this is a very funny story. Uh, particularly on page five when Finster uh, comes down the chimney, gives the presents to the kid, he's reading off the clipboard, and then he leaves. <laughs> and the little boy is just like, well, we saw him. <laughs> and, yeah. and the little girl's like, uh-huh. I thought it would be a little bit more inspiring somehow. Yeah, I thought he would be, I thought he would be better. But yeah, you know. I, think, I think this is a very funny story, or at least when, when it tries to be funny, it is funny. Um... Oh yeah, sorry, I was texting your van. Ugh, so rude. I know. Well, we're trying to figure out lunch. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, when I say it's my least favorite, it doesn't mean that I don't like it. No, I said it. I don't think I dislike any of these stories. Um. Like I said, the Batman one. The next story has the next one is probably my least favorite. It's it's a little Um, problematic by today's standards. I guess. I mean, mm. it's it's dead man. I mean, who gives a shit? Right. Well, I'm just saying. How, well, we, so we'll talk about it because I don't see how it's problematic, but we can it would, talk about it in the same way that Wonder Woman 2 was. No. Yeah, eh. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not saying entirely. I'm just saying like I, I could be seen that way by t- sure. by today's standards. Sure, I guess. Um. Either way, what uh, what did you to get over themselves? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you like most about this story? Since it's your, I like, I like. Uh, it's not my favorite. Second, my second favorite, favorite but I like Barry and um, Hal together. Yes. Um, I think t- together they are fun. Do this is just, this is like I said. This is just a fun story. Um, it is it is touching at the end. Um, where you get the where Mister Finster helps the uh, the homeless family. Mm-hmm. Um, their their fam their house burned down. And they don't have the money, I guess, for a new place. So they're living in their station wagon. Ugh. How do you not just have um, money sitting around to buy a new house? I know. I know. People people suck. Um, poor people suck. Um, poor people are the worst. Yeah, I, I hate all poor people. I, I spit on them as I walk past them. <laughs> on, you know. Um, like, there's your water. <laughs> you know? Uh, and, drink um, up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's very touching. It's very sweet um, that, that Mr. Finster helps these people. And he helps everybody. So, so at the end, it's pretty much everybody that he's visited – uh, throughout the night, or everybody that we saw him visit, um, comes together at this, you know, with the uh, the German, um, I guess it's a German uh, Jewish gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, they all come together and they celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah together, um, and have have some communion. Um, it's uh, like I said, it's it's very, it's very sweet. It's very, it's a very sweet um, ending. Um, and like I said, I just like Barry Allen. Barry Allen's my favorite Flash, mm-hmm. um, and Hal Jordan is, is my favorite. Uh, um, well. I don't know. I like uh, John Stewart a lot as well, yeah. but uh, Hal is probably still my favorite Green Lantern um, from the comic books. John Stewart, obviously from from uh, the cartoons, oh. is better. Well, yeah, Hal um, Jordan was never in the cartoons. He was never was. Well, uh, did they not? Did they? Yes, they they did. I don't think they, they did. They, did. they, do... they had Kyle Rayner. <sighs> didn't but they, they just do... made it, they made Kyle Rayner Hal Jordan basically? Yeah, I was gonna say because didn't they do one where they went to an alternate universe and Hal Jordan was the um, Green Lantern? Maybe I I don't. Oh, uh, was it no? Maybe they went to the Justice Society universe, and it wasn't. I mean, I think it was still. I think it was still John. 
in that Justice no, Society. No, John was there. John went with no. The Justice League went to the Justice right. Society universe. Man, I'm gonna have to watch Justice uh, Justice League Unlimited again. You, you make, you're gonna make me do it. Uh, I'm gonna make you watch the best DC animated project ever. Yeah, you're gonna make you're gonna make me watch the best uh, TV or cartoon superhero show ever. Ugh, um, can't believe it. Wait, way to waste my time, Brandon can't, Wallace. Can't believe it. Uh, kids are the worst. Uh, the worst. Uh, but no, I like I said, I really like this one. It's fun. It's campy. Um, but it's everything that you want because I do like Christmas movies. You know, I mean, I, I'm sappy like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like Christmas, but I like Christmas movies. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a contradiction. Um, but this is everything that you want from a Christmas movie, or you know, so or even an episode, even a sitcom Christmas show. You know, right? Um. So yeah, it's. I like it. I like it. I like how underwhelmed everyone is when he. Come, exactly when he comes to the, yeah. yeah like if you're here to rob me this look the crystals over there like, the silverware's over like there. the woman look putting the bite together and he just he yeah. drops down he's like uh hi and she's like i'm too busy to be frightened i don't have time <laughs> to deal with you right now yeah. God. And she just tells him everything she's like silver's in the kitchen yeah. vcr's in the pin yeah. yeah my husband died six months ago and i gotta put these bikes together before dawn so do whatever you're gonna do bikes are not hard to put together yeah get to stepping dude get- well, for a woman i mean come on <laughs> well merry christmas <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then the final story story number six uh is dead man uh uh-huh. should and everybody everybody's favorite character yes dead man i like dead man uh but this story is not great this is probably my my second least favorite um, this is my least favorite one gotcha uh should old acquaintance be forgotten a story by alan brinnert and i don't think they should be no they shouldn't <laughs> um with art by uh dick giardano uh, which I guess means he's doing the inks and the, yeah, he's doing, mm. he's doing the pencils and the inks. Yep, um, yep. Letters by Steve Haney colors by and Tim McGraw. Or Tom McGraw is back. Tim McGraw did this one. It's weird. <laughs> Tim McGraw. Actually. Yeah. Just Tim. Mc- yeah. <laughs> Tim McGraw did this one. It's crazy. Tim McGraw. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mark Wade is of course the editor as he has been the entire time. And yeah. way to go, Mark Wade. Way to go, Mark Wade. And then the- so what is your synopsis of this one? Uh, yes. Uh, on Christmas, Deadman takes possession of a corporate raider and arranges for him to compensate some of the people's the people left jobless by the raider's predatory business practices, as well as sending some wine to Deadman's old friends in the circus uh, and Christmas presents for other acquaintances. However, Deadman feels depressed about the goodwill and happiness he sees everyone else feeling, as he's lonely. He briefly takes possession of other people to try and feel better about his existence. It's not really that brief, uh, but finds hmm. himself just feeling bad about depriving his victims of their own happiness. Now, even unhappier, he yells out to Ramakrishna, uh, asking whether his misery is his reward for his service. Uh, it is then that a young woman, able to perceive Dead Man, asks him whether he goes or he does what he does out of hope for a reward. They have a conversation about his situation, in which Dead Man admits that he misses the feeling of being a performer and the adulation of the crowd. Addressing him by his name of Boston Brand, the young woman reminds him that people like uh, people like them. Don't do this for reward or adulation, but because it needs to be done. Boston is embarrassed by having forgotten this, but he, but she reassures him that it's a good thing because it means uh, that he's still human, despite everything. She says that she has to go, and Deadman wonders who she is. She says, my name is Kara, but I doubt that will mean anything to you. Or Kara. It means, it means something to me. Kara, I guess. Kara? Yeah. Kara Zarel, maybe? Maybe. This blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman? Crazy. Huh. Uh, with that, she's gone, and Boston has no idea who she was, but is grateful 
uh, to her for the gift she gave him and wishes her a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, movie house. Merry Christmas, movie house. Merry Christmas, com- movie house. Comic book house. Yeah. Comic shop. <laughs> Ooh. Merry Christmas, comic shop. Um, Cars or L. Whoops. Yeah, it's yeah, Cars or L. Uh, and stop Google, stop it. <laughs> it is Cars or L. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't know. I know. I do know. You don't know. Nothing. I know things. I know. I know things. You know nothing. Nothing, man. Nothing. Nothing. You know nothing. Uh, I know Melissa. Uh, was it Melissa Benoit? Benoist? Benoit. Benoit. Is that what it is? I believe um, so. She was. She's pretty fly. Um, she is. Um, I think she did. She, <laughs> I think she did a great she job great, in that, did, that show that I, I, I don't love, but I like her. I like. See, I like that one. That one's actually pretty good as far as the the Arrowverse goes. I think. Um, even though it didn't start off as part of the Arrowverse, it became part of the Arrowverse. Right. I think it was um, better when it wasn't the Arrowverse. Well, I mean, everything's better in the Arrowverse, man. Oh, I don't think. I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree. Yeah, well, you were you were incorrect. Um, what about <laughs> Helen Slater? She also was a very good Supergirl in the movie. In the movie, yeah, uh, that's 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 a well, that's a great great movie. You know, when, it, when I was a kid, I used to love that movie. It's, it's, it's fun. Qu- as cheesy as cheesy as it is, for some reason, when I was a kid, probably because it was at the, for a while, it was the only super you know the Superman movies weren't on HBO or anything, and that one always was or always was always playing on cable right. somewhere. And so I, I probably watched that one a thousand times. That one's um, that one's great because uh, it's very earnest um, on the budget of like Superman four. Yeah, or <laughs> it's like we we don't have the budget, but we care, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like we want this to be good, I think, but yeah, <laughs> we, it, it, well, they're, but, they're not giving like, us the money. The, yeah, we're not gonna spend the money. Well, I mean, here's the thing: I, everybody who made the movie, I think, was trying to make a good movie. That's what I'm saying. It's like, just, it was very earnest. Yeah, it was that the Sulkins just just weren't giving it any money. They were like, <laughs> no, this is Supergirl. The super, here, here, female superheroes don't make any money, especially if you don't give them any money to make a good movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's that self-defeating prophecy that they, they always say with, well, female like, superheroes don't, don't that's sell why it took forever tickets. forever to get a Wonder Woman movie. I'll just say, but female superheroes don't sell tickets. I'm like, yeah, because you don't give them a budget to yeah. <laughs> give one of them the budget of, let's say, Captain America First Soldier or, or, or whatever, or First Avenger, whatever. Yeah. I mean, just give them the same budget, and I bet you they'll do well. Wonder Woman did wonderful. Yeah. Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman Wonderful. outdid everything from Phase Four ex- or Phase One, except for uh, um, uh, was it the the uh, first Avengers movie? Yeah, probably. So, like, all right, hey, guess what? W- women superheroes, if you give them a good story and a good budget, can do just as well. Can do who knew just as well. Yeah. Um, if not better. Yeah. Because uh, I would put the first Wonder Woman movie up against almost anything from from Phase One or Two of of Marvel. I would say it's more or less uh, the first Captain America movie. Yeah, <laughs> the, it is. I the mean, story it is, is I almost put... identical in a lot of ways. I think it's better than the first Captain America movie. I think movie. you are absolutely wrong. <laughs> I love the first Captain America movie, but I think I think that one, that Wonder Woman movie is, is I, I would say it's a little bit better than, I would, I would I don't know if I would say it, but I don't know, I might prefer to watch that one. I, I love that first Wonder Woman movie, but I would say it's better than, Almost all of the Phase One movies. I think Cap- I think Captain America. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Thor is my favorite. I know, 
<laughs> you're, so, you're so weird. Yeah. Um, but Dead Man, Dead Man is not my favorite. Dead Man um, is not my favorite. I do, so, I do yeah. like the idea of Dead Man though. I mean, I think... Boston Brand. Uh, yeah. What he's starting to, like a Strange Tales or something? Was it Strange Tales of DC? I don't know. Some, something along those lines. I did not know that that was a mask he's wearing though. Did neither. When when she pulls the mask off at the end, I'm like, what the fuck? What just happened? Yeah, like, huh? What? <laughs> yeah, I, I genuinely, I was like, wow, man. I, I was like, I like the idea of Dead Man, but I guess <laughs> like, I don't. He just know. pulled his face right off. Ah! Oh, he's hideous underneath. Well, isn't so? It, it correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't she dead at this point as well? I, in the in the, the, the late, I thought she didn't. She she died in um, crisis. In crisis, and I don't think she came back for a while. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say this is probably the clone oh. that, that Lex Luthor made. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, it, good call. Good call. Probably. Or again, this is a situation of uh, a writer going, "I don't care what this current continuity." Yeah, is. it doesn't matter. It's a Christmas story. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're only making Merry two Christmas. Everybody. We're giving you Supergirl. We're just not gonna call her that. Man, we will not call her Supergirl. We could. It's, I don't know it's why we would. Either. Wouldn't. Cars or or Carol Carol Danvers, that's it. Car, Carol Danvers. Now she calls herself Kara. So Kara. Yeah, you know, I was like, it's not Carol Danvers. That's a different universe. No, but uh, it's Kara Danvers. Yeah. Um, I think is is her what she goes by because she doesn't go by Cars or L. No. But she does go by Kara Danvers. Um, hmm. 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 Um. There's a. Sit- I wonder who copied who. Right. I mean, I know the answer to that. I think Marvel copied DC, but uh, you asked Chris Claremont. He created her. I will <laughs> do it. I'm going to see him. He is going to be at the uh, Galaxy Con in March. I think, so I'll well, ask him. Actually, in. shoot. Did he create her? I think he did. I think he created, created Carol Danvers. Yes, for Marvel. Miss Miss uh, in the early seventies. I think so. He uses her a lot. In his in his stuff, so maybe if he didn't create her, he well, wrote. That he, doesn't mean he could. Well, I was say he if, could just be in love with her. Well, I was to say well, because Chris Claremont really likes to include characters that he either worked on previously or created into his other works. Yes, yes. So he he may have just may have just been a situation where he was writing uh, Captain Marvel previous previously and really liked that character and started moving her over into other stuff. Mm. I don't know. Um, I don't either. There's a, there's a, hey, you know what? And what's, what's more? I don't care. To be honest with you. Me neither. <laughs> anyway, Boston brand, uh, takes this man's body and makes out with his girlfriend several times. Yeah. <laughs> Which because he says he, he's very aroused. He's very aroused. He, he does make that comment in here. Yes, he does. When he, when he takes over the guy, he said, uh, good body, strong, athletic, and ah, aroused. aroused. Definitely aroused. Yes. With good reason. Excuse me, miss, but I, but I have never... Have you ever considered marrying a ghost? <laughs> she probably has. She, I, who hasn't? This is I mean, 1989 it, was... Uh... This, is before, this is a little bit before Ghost came okay, out, but you so know... Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's what I was going to say. I was like, is Ghost around? Cause no, that... I think this is a little bit before that, but maybe this is what they built the story around. Yes, you know? that is, this is what they <laughs> built it around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore and... and, uh, and uh, Go, uh, who else is in that? I don't know. Uh, Whoopi, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. They were all sitting around one day, just talking, uh, having coffee. Sister Act. and they, and and Patrick, yeah, and Patrick Swayze is like, "Hey, have you guys read uh, Christmas, Christmas with the Superheroes? Superheroes? Issue two. There's a Dead Man story in here, and uh, <laughs> um, of course, of course, Demi Moore. You know, she put down her because she, she had the big cup of coffee. You know, back uh-huh. in the, yes. you know, and she was like, she put that down. She's like, uh, "No, Patrick, tell me more about it." And please um, inform me. 
and uh, yeah, and so and then you know, Demi Moore jumped up and she was singing, you know, you know, songs like Sister Act and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. And uh, and or, or excuse me, Gold or um, no, Demi Moore yeah, did. Demi Moore did. Yeah. <laughs> well, she might have. She might have joined along. <laughs> um, I wasn't there. I just this this is just the story that was told to me yeah, um, about how they came up with Ghost. Um, and uh, so anyway, that's that's how it happened. So they read this story about Dead Man, and they were like, "Yeah, let's let's come up with a story." And you know when they did it? Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. It was Chris. They, it was a Christmas Eve get together between the three of them. Yes. Um. It was a and, Christmas uh, miracle. I mean, luckily for for luckily we got this story, this Dead Man story, because otherwise we would never have gotten Ghost, um, which is quite possibly the greatest movie ever made. Uh, it's definitely the greatest um, movie ever made. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Um. And now you know. And now Patrick Swayze is uh, you know a ghost. So, um, <laughs> I wonder if if this happens a lot. Probably does. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He he basically. Congratulations, Patrick Swayze. Congrats on being a ghost. Congrats, Pat. Um. So yeah, Dead Man's R.I.P. I'll pour it out for my homie later. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, when I go to lunch, I'll order a beer and I'll just dump it on the floor. I'm like that's for Patrick Swayze. And they'll be like, and they'll be like, clean that up, dumbass. Road. I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry, man. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, no. So he basically he he takes this guy's entire night, right? Yep. Well, most of his night. A good chunk of his night. All the best parts of this guy's night. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. You don't know how the night ends. That's true. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't stay long enough for that. He does not. And of course, he meets. Because uh, remember, the guy is very aroused. He's very aroused. <laughs> and Boston Brand kept him aroused. Yeah. He... <laughs> <laughs> um, he meets Kara. She rips his face off. Yes. Oh, Reveal, such, yeah. revealing that, you know, he, you know, he's another person who looks exactly like Bruce Wayne. Another white guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> another uh, black haired, blue eyed white guy. Yeah. Um, and but she she basically was like, get over yourself, man. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, like like with your stupid costume. Yeah. You've been cursed to be dead man. Um, or I don't know. It's the Lords of Order again. The Lords of Order are just, you know, fucking with people. But they do that, right? Of course they do. Oh, and this one That's... was written with respect and admiration for the works of Otto Binder and Jim Mooney. We still yeah, remember. I was, I was, I was going to Google them. I was like, who, who the hell is, who the heck are these people? Sorry. Who the hell? Otto Binder. And Jim Mooney. Okay, American author mm-hmm. of what? What he, um, what he I write? No. I don't know. The overview of Otto Binder uh, was an American author of science fiction and non-science fiction. Okay, so he wrote books um, and stories and comic books. He's best known as co-creator of, and then it just stops right there. So um, let's go Wikipedia. Oh, he did. He said, uh, yeah. "Stop, God, I hate, I hate." Yeah, and Jim Wikipedia, like, give us money, and I'm like, shut up, Wikipedia. I'm not giving you any money. And uh, uh, Jim Mooney. Oh, he's the co-creator of Supergirl. Oh. Ah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And Jim Mooney is a member of the Florida House of Representatives. Of course, he's a Republican. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm gonna say it's I'm probably not the same Jim Mooney. Not the same guy. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> then again, you never know. Uh, is Jim Mooney the creator of um, Dead Man? No, the creators of Dead Man are listed on the first page of the story. Oh, okay. My bad. No, you're... And it's not Jim Mooney. No, uh, it would be hmm. Arnold Drake and Carmine Infantino. Uh, let's see. Who is the other creator? Maybe is is Jim Mooney the other creator of Supergirl? <laughs> Probably. Oh, is. <laughs> uh, let's see. Is God damn it, Wikipedia. God 
damn it. And the sentence uh, we still remember implies that like maybe they were uh <laughs> they were like oh, no. American artist Jim Mooney. Let's see. Uh no, Otto Binder and Al P- Plastino created Supergirl uh, in May of 1959. Let's see. Jim Mooney, James Noel Mooney was an American comic artist best known for his long tenure at DC Comics and as the signature artist of Supergirl. Okay. As well as a Marvel Comics inker and Spider-Man artist. Oh, nice. Yeah. I should have known that then. You probably should have. I should have. I feel you're I've betrayed my people. You're the worst. He also did um he did art for Miss uh for Miss Marvel. Yeah. So uh Miss Marvel or Miss Marvel. Or okay, M- not Ms. Marvel, whatever. Carol Carol Danvers. Uh, Carol Danvers. I was in not the not Marvel Girl, I guess. Yeah. Which was written by Chris Claremont. So oh, there you go. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's way to go, Chris Claremont. You've 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 accomplished something. That's why he loves that character. Um, and that is all of our stories. And that is the Christmas with the Superheroes Volume Two. Everybody, yep. Um, prepare for next year. Guess what we're going to read next year? Um, Christmas Volume One. It's crazy. Probably not. Oh, Have no. you read Volume One? I've got Volume One. Do you want to read it? No, it's on. Okay, it's, on I, it's on DC app. It's not. It's not nearly as good as this one. No, I that, I did read that one. Okay. I've got the paper copy if you would ever like to borrow it. Yeah. No, I'm okay. Okay, good. Good for you. <laughs> good um, for me. Yeah, so so that was uh, that was Christmas of the Superheroes. Merry Christmas, everybody. You're welcome. Um, and I'm going to throw some stones at this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it the gauntlet, everybody. Because it's Christmas time, and I'm in a giving mood. Um, so this book gets the gauntlet, gets the power stone, it gets the reality stone, it gets the mind stone, space stone, time stone, and the soul stone. Bam! Gauntlet for DC superheroes. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I, you know what I say to that? What? Bah, double humbug. gauntlet? No. You're not going to double gauntlet. Nothing. Oh. Whoa. I'm going to be Scrooge. I'm not giving it anything. Wow, Scrooge McDuck over here. Yep. That's the. That's who I was going for. <laughs> you sounded just like him. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, that's exactly how he sounds. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know too. <laughs> I know. I've watched plenty of DuckTales. Yeah. DuckTales. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Um no, so that's that was that was a fun fun read, Brandon. I'm, I'm glad you you uh you decided to do that one. I haven't I hadn't read it in years. Yes. Um and so now I have read it again. I've actually read it twice in the last week. Con- just uh Congratulations. Yeah, man, cuz I like to read. Um I don't. Comic books. Uh comic books that is. Um I don't. Anyway, so we've 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 given it we've given it uh stones mm-hmm. or lack thereof in your your part. Uh, so uh yeah, I know you're the worst. Um, <laughs> and now we want to talk about something else that we we both watched uh-huh, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. over the the past week. I've actually watched it twice now. I watched it once, um, <laughs> and it, that is the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, holiday special. Yeah, um, everybody who so raise your hands if you've seen it. I've, I've got my hand up. Everybody else got your hand up mm-hmm. out there. Hey, everybody, hey. everybody in podcast land. Hey, put your hand yeah. down, John. Put your hand. John, you didn't exactly. watch it. We know John didn't watch it. <laughs> the liar. Put it down. Uh, he just always wants to be part of the crowd. Um, People pleaser. Yeah. Name. Yeah. Name one character in it. You're wrong. No. Spider yeah, Spider Man yeah, wasn't there. Spider Man was not in it. Liar! Liar! Pants on fire. <laughs> um, liar! Liar! Whose pants are a flame? Your pants are a flaming. Um. No. So. So. What did you think of it, Brain? Oh, I really liked it. it was, yeah, it was it, fun. It's very fun. Yeah. 
It was I I, I think <laughs> Kevin Bacon kind of stole the show. Um, actually, I was I would, watching I would say this morning. Drax and Mantis. I mean, well, I mean characters I said, obviously, but I think Mantis. They are. I was I was laughing Mantis, every time she said anything. Yes, that's what I was talking to Steph about. I'm glad they're giving her more things to do. Uh-huh. Um, uh, because you know the the in Guardians two she didn't have a I mean she had a role but she didn't have a huge role and then in uh in game and uh infinity war she was you know just she was kind there. of there she made um, but she, she made a few jokes yeah but she's uh, I, you know like stephanie said this morning she said um i don't know if what's your name palm palm Klimtiff? sir she said i don't know if she's a good actor but that works well for the character of uh, mantis um so she said she's seen her in other things she's like i don't know if she's a great actress but that does work well for mantis yeah i'm like yeah it does um she, she's just earnest as mantis <laughs> yeah i will that's what i was gonna say is that she's just she's adorable if if that makes sense the character yeah it's very 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 funny mm-hmm. um yeah her and her and drax play to play to play off of each other rather well oh yeah well we already know that drax is funny yeah, and Batista, okay, he 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 kills it again, you know. Damn it, Dave! And did you see when when he threw when he jumped over the 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 fence at Kevin Bacon or Kevin Bacon's uh-huh. um, security fence? He did that himself. That was actually Dave Batista just taking that jump. Well, yeah, it was he also jumped. it was also him he, who threw. Yeah, exactly, and and that was also Dave Batista. He he didn't need any help with any either one of those things. Dave Batista can just jump that high naturally. Yeah, Dave Batista is just um, sort of like a, a freak of nature, yeah, but like he's like a super. He's like a superhuman. Yeah. So, um, so and it's good to see him, you know, performing for our, our pleasure. Yes, of course, of course, of course. Oh, or our enjoyment, should I say, not our pleasure. That's, that'd be, that's different. That's weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you made this weird. That's, let's end wait, this what episode. you do, by, what you do when you're in, behind closed doors is your, no, let's go ahead and end this episode. You made it weird. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, so like the, the story is essentially that Peter Quill has not been able to celebrate Christmas, um, with like a family, I guess, since he was eight years old. Yeah, whenever 10, 18, whatever, whenever he was kidnapped by the Ravagers. Yeah. Um, and uh, Drax and Mantis want to give him a Christmas party. A because very special Mantis Christmas has, party. Mantis has a secret that only Drax knows. Yes. Um, that, that, she, is... that she ate the, the last of those nuts. <laughs> and she's also Peter's brother or sister. She No, she's his brother. <laughs> yeah, she, she's, well, you know. Alien, um, aliens are is, weird. Aliens are weird, um, <laughs> but yeah. So she is Peter's uh, half sister. Mm-hmm. Um, Ego is both of their parents. And she said, "I didn't catch the first time I watched it. I didn't catch it when she said it at the beginning. So when she said it at the end, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, um, makes sense.' Yeah. I also didn't catch that they said that they had bought nowhere from the collector. I was like, oh, okay. Right. So they own nowhere now. They do own nowhere, and apparently that also means that the collector was not killed by Thanos. That's it. That's what I said to Steph. I was like, I think the collector was killed by Thanos. I guess not. <laughs> At least that was that was the implication. Guess um, guess not. I guess not. Maybe maybe um his brother, the grandmaster, made a deal with death mm. um to to bring him <laughs> back. <laughs> maybe. And that's and that's what and that's where we're at right now. Maybe. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, let's let's see that story. I would love played that. out on the big screen. I don't think you would. You didn't like the comic book. No, but I, I think. Well, I don't want to see that story. But I would love if he was killed in uh, Infinity War, and then that was their excuse for why he was back. It was like, yeah, the whole thing happened off screen. Yeah, the collector. Yeah, the, yeah, the Grandmaster made a deal with Death. You know, and uh, Lady Death, or or 
took a and he lost, but the collector the collector is back. Yeah, and we, or he won, I guess. We did some Olympics. Won, lost. He he won. He lost by winning. He maybe I don't know. Yeah, we found some big cheese wedges. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we scattered them all over the world. Yeah, and technically everyone. Uh, it was a tie, but one side won. <laughs> it wasn't a tie. <laughs> <laughs> It was a, it was a tie. It was a tie. It was a tie, but yeah, <laughs> it should have been a tie, but for somehow, <laughs> somehow it wasn't a tie. Yeah, but anyway, so it's a um. No, I liked it. I I tell you, my favorite part mm-hmm. of it was the end part with Yondu. Um, oh yeah. That the Yon, the Yondu Peter story continues to touch me. Oh yeah. Um, because because I wasn't expecting it. You were I, you watched it at the beginning, like oh, Yonda's just being an ass, you know, blah 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 blah. And at the end, you know, he redeems himself, and they have a, a very nice moment, um, father son moment. Um, and uh, it just informs more about Yondu, and I, I continue to to like that character. Yeah, turns out Yondu was never really that bad of a guy, except for all the yep. other people, except for all the um, other you know dead children. On that, yes, on that planet well, because of he Yondu. Didn't, he, he didn't kill the the other children. Well, he took them there. He just delivered them. He delivered know. them well, knowing that they were not, <laughs> that they were being killed. Well, shh. Shh. Come on. Don't, Ravagers don't, don't, don't deal in children. Remember, that's, exactly. why, that's, why, he was, Ravager, that's why he was that's kicked why, out. That's why Sylvester Stallone was like, you got to go. You got to go. You, you know, that, that classic. <laughs> he was like, Adrian. Adrian. We don't deal in kids. We don't deal in kids, Adrian. <laughs> you should know. You're not a Ravager no more. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it was very fun. Kevin. And then he went and fought Mr. T and, and, you know, lost the first time. But then, you know. Yeah. But then. He trained a little bit bet more and uh, ran on the beach. And then he was able to beat Mr. T. Yeah, he believed in himself a little bit more. He did. Um, I like how they hate actors in space. That's very funny. Yeah. Yes. When they find out that, <laughs> that Kevin Bacon is just an actor. I just very a very meta moment. Just, actors, actors on actors. I love when Drax turns to him and is like, "We hate you." <laughs> I like Kevin Bacon. There's like, normally I would be really upset or really mad about that, but somehow I'm okay. Yeah. Normally that would really piss me off, but right now yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, no, I thought it was. I thought it was a really. It was a really fun um, James Gunn story. Yes. Um, I will... And uh, I think we've got one more James Gunn in the story in the mcu and then he's gone forever forever and ever yeah probably yeah and i think this that next this is we're not gonna have many more uh guardian stories left i think they're just the one more yeah and i think they're all they're all moving on yeah he he says um that this is where it's gonna wrap up supposedly well for the story of the guards i wonder you know you could still see some of them popping up in other things um Maybe. Yeah. I think uh, I think uh, Dave Bautista said he's done with the role after this. Yeah. Um, um I'm gonna say it's probably because his character is gonna be killed off. If I have to maybe. if I have to guess of a character a character who's going to uh die in this movie because every- I don't see I don't th- I don't think they're gonna kill any of them off. I, I, just, I, I think that's, they that's will not the, I don't think I think that they reserve that for like big tent pole movies and you know, this is not this is just they, what they killed the off- second movie in phase five? They- they killed off Groot in the first one and Yondu in the second one. They didn't kill. They didn't. They didn't kill off Groot. They were able to bring Groot back. And Yondu was not a big character. He was a. He was a side character. He was a big character for those movies. He's like he's a, a he's side a character a side in the character. comics. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, um. Like I said, I. I, I don't think they'll kill they'll off kill Groot any again. Of them. They could kill Groot again because he just comes back. Although I did not like the look of Groot in this. Um, oh no! I thought he was very funny. 
Did you? I like didn't like it. Just short and jacked. It's very yeah, but it's like it's like it's 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 like he's a, it's a it's a guy in a suit or a guy in a costume, which is fine. It's not though. Um, I well, like I said, it looks like that, and then that's and I was like, oh, they I guess they just didn't have the budget for this to do to a do a fully rendered Groot. Look, I'm gonna say right um, now, if it looks like a guy in a costume and you believe there was a guy in a costume, that means that the the budget was extremely high to look <laughs> to look that realistic. Well, but it, you know, I, so I didn't like the look of Groot in this one. But then then I saw the trailer for for Guardians Three, and I was like, oh, it's the same Groot. Yeah, it's like they're they're doing the same thing. Uh, he's a mm, he's a different I, Groot. It's still Groot. It's still baby Groot. No, like even James Gunn. Well, yes, it is baby Groot. But like they've basically said like, no, this Groot is like the son of the other Groot. I know that. I understand that. It's still, But it's still baby Groot, the baby Groot that we've known for the last three movies. Yeah, sure. Um, well, you know, he was, well, he was, I mean, so I saw Guardians 2 in, um, in the Infinity game. War and Endgame. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not not Groot from from the first one, but so. Um, like I said, I didn't like the look of him, but that's okay. It's, it's you know, I have I have seen some backlash online, uh huh, because people are stupid and they don't like having a good time. Uh-huh. Um, I saw one where where so in the in the this special, Nebula gives Ra- or Rocket um like, Bucky's arm. Yeah, and it's the Infinity War arm, or yeah. it's it's his Wakandan arm, I think. It's his Wakandan arm. Yeah. Um, where, which where did Rock, she get Rocket that? said he wanted an infinite. Well, so the thing is, like, people online is like, there's no way that Nebula could take Bucky in a fight, blah, blah, blah. How does she get that? You know, and I'm like, I think she could. People, it's, um, I think but that's irrelevant. Maybe, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's just a fun moment in the in this special. It does not matter in the long run. Why are you getting so bent out of shape over a fucking sight gag Because people <laughs> in, in this thing? People suck. Um, James, Jim, James Gunn made the GoBots canon to Marvel. Yes, which is fun. Which, I, you know, um, I also like when they're on um, Hollywood Boulevard and uh, they she jumps Steve. Steve. Yeah, which is very funny that they know his know him by his first name. Yeah. And remember his first name rather. Well, he is the best. <laughs> He's the sexiest man alive, right? He is the sexiest man alive. That is correct. Yeah. Um. No, it's just, it's a it's a very fun special. It's only like forty one minutes, something like that. It's very short. Yeah, it's pretty short. It, it, yeah, I watched it this morning because I wanted to watch it again before we recorded because I knew we'd be talking about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had just as good a time this morning. I actually, caught a couple things that I didn't. I think the um the Christmas song at the beginning was it the old ninety sevens? Uh, yeah, and it's um uh, I don't know what Christmas is. Yeah, but it's that's it's a, it's a that good is, song. It is a good song. It's such a fun. I like like what is it? Uh, Mrs. Claus is is, is plotting his death. Pole. He's working the pole, <laughs> waiting for him to die. <laughs> and just Peter's face, like no, no. <laughs> um, Chris 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 Pratt was great in it for the few scenes that yeah. he has. Yeah, exactly. You know, he he wasn't the main character, but he we I I continue to like Chris Pratt. I know people hate him for whatever reason because he he believes in God. Whatever. Um, I continue to like him, and you know, and uh. I think he I wish him he, all the luck. He made a push pretty recently um, for a Republican uh, mayor of Hollywood, I believe, or it of doesn't California. matter. I mean, if it, it does, it does, that is, that no, is I'm, irrelevant. I'm just saying that's just what people. <laughs> it's one, I mean, here's, it's one here, of the most recent things that he's done that people were like, oh, then, then, then I hate Susan Sarandon because she pushes for Democratic people. You know what I mean? So it's it's <laughs> people are so fuck suck suck. I don't know. People are so tied up in this. You like a Republican? You're a Republican? Well, I, I hate you. Right. Like, no, shut up. He's he's. Everyone is entitled to their opinion and their vote. That's fine. Sure. Um. My. I would just say like I. I don't watch the movie 
God, I'm going to sound like fucking Quentin Tarantino right now, I guess, who this was his recent opinion. Um, I was like, I'm not watching the movie because Chris Pratt's in it. I'm watching it because I like Star-Lord. Yeah, because of Star-Lord, yeah. Yes. yeah. Star-Lord is a well, very he... nice, charming character, and I think Chris Pratt plays that role really well. Yeah. Regardless... I can also step... No, go ahead. I was going to say, regardless of whatever kind of personality or beliefs he has in, in, in life outside of these movies... Yeah. Like Star Lord is a interesting character, is a fun character, and I think Chris Pratt brings a lot to that role. I agree. I like I said, and, and you can I can also separate the person from the character, you know, right? Um, so it, it or the the art from the artist. It's it's it doesn't matter. I mean, it's and but it, and you, like I said, it's it's the whole cancel culture bullshit, right? Um, okay. like, Again, oh, unless, you're, Con- unless people, you're Kanye, unless you're Kanye. Well, if you come out and see, yeah, fuck Kanye. If you come out and say uh, Nazis are great, I love Hitler, blah, 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 then you know what, fuck. You kindly go away, go away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't care what kind of mental disease issues you have. It doesn't matter that it's irrelevant at this point. Right. Um, so whatever we have said our piece as far as, as far as yay goes. Yes. I mean, I could say a few more pieces, but I, I, Oh, I could. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, we don't want to, yeah. We, all of our fan base, you know, yeah. our fan base, our one, our fan, our fan. Hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. Um, and she'd be like, I'm not a fan. She's like, yeah, don't don't put that on me. <laughs> don't you put that on me. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> um, no, it's it's very it's very entertaining. I, I really enjoyed the special. Um so far, uh of the two that they've done, the special presentations, uh both yeah. both are good. Yeah, yeah. I uh I think I don't know what I was going to say. I think I like the Werewolf by Night one better, but I don't. It, it's more. I don't know. I don't. They're both so different. It's hard to say one's better than the other. Yeah, they're they're very different from one another. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think. Don't know if I, they, I mean, one. Werewolf by Night is is a good Halloween special, and 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 Guardians is a is a good Christmas special. So I I can't say I I really enjoy both of them though. I agree. I agree. I'm also predisposed to like Marvel stuff. Um, most of it, everything except for Eternals. Yeah. Um, so they really shit the bed on that one. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, but other than that, you know, even even Eternals, I can find some good stuff. I thought it was film. The, the filmography was beautiful. Yeah, I think I think cinematography is cinematography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's right. there you go. Uh, the cinematography is fantastic. I think all the actors are fine. I don't dislike. Yeah. I don't dislike any of them. I think they all played the Just roles. Just a bad story. Yeah. Just. Very predict- it's a, bad it's a story. predictable story. It is. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Guess what? He's gonna fly into the sun. You know, uh, Icarus, Icarus flies into the sun. Whoa! <laughs> Crazy. Self fulfilling prophecy. I never would have. Yeah. I never would have figured that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, we'll talk about we'll talk about uh, Eternals at some point when the sequel inevitably comes out, right? Uh, maybe. I guess they're gonna do that. Um, they're probably going to. All right. All right, well, then I right. think we covered everything we wanted to cover, right? I would I, give uh, the Guardians, I would give it high praise, and um, I would give it a, uh, I don't know, 8 out of 10? Yeah, I I would I would agree. 8 out of 10. Yeah. Everybody go watch, um, John, who has not watched it yet, go watch the damn thing. Yeah, go watch the um, thing. And then let us know your thoughts. Tell us what you thought about the little and weird elf. And you can let us know that by sending an email <gasps> to panelsurfing at gmail.com. Oh, Everybody would... do that. Let us know what uh, you thought of... Of both the uh, Christmas with the superheroes volume two, um, or uh, the the Guardians hol- or, uh, holiday special, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and so, uh, yeah, shoot me that email at panelsurfing at gmail.com and I will read it. I will reply to you, tell you how amusing your email was. Um, <laughs> very, very good, Ken. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, we will read it on the podcast and you will be whisked away to Apocalypse for a dinner with Mr. Darkside himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what he's going to have. A lovely Christmas time. dinner. Obviously. Yeah, a Christmas dinner with probably boiled some goose, goose. Goose. Um boiled in duck fat. I think that's what I was gonna do oh. it. So that's yeah. That's gonna be crispy. That's gonna be it's gonna be delicious. Yeah. Um I, that, I believe that's just some, called frying. That's, well, yeah, it's a deep fried <laughs> if, goose. If you boil in fat, I believe it is called frying. That's it's hey man, it's deep fried goose. <laughs> um and everybody, it's gonna be great. I mean, have you ever had goose, Brandon? <laughs> um yes, actually. I've had it one time and it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty good. Not a big fan of duck. So I don't know if do- boiling it in duck fat will add anything to it or I like duck take too. away from it. But, you know, I don't. Duck is, it's one of those things. It is greasy. Um, and also, I, for, for whatever reason, it it does taste a little more gamey. Yeah. More gamey than, like, say, goose or chicken or anything like that. And I can't, for whatever reason, get it out of my mind that I'm eating a a, a duck not that i should care i mean i eat other animals why do i care but for some reason it's it's just it i don't know i think duck can throw people off because it is um like duck breasts specifically is is a mm. like a red meat is a dark meat yeah it's a darker meat i mean well, goose is goose is a red meat right yes but i'm saying like if you're used to eating chicken which is white meat yes and then you eat duck and, and it's like oh this is red meat but it's the it's the breast of the duck yeah, I've seen it, I've seen people recoil from from just that that thought process of like, oh, it's uncooked. I cannot eat this. It's just so greasy, and if it's not done right, it can be almost slimy. Mm, slimy. Now I tell you this: I now we went to we went to you remember we went down to Epcot a couple a couple years ago. I don't recall. Um, and well, you were there. Um, oh, did I have fun? Uh I don't think so. Oh, that's um, unfortunate. But, you know, we did actually go, Steph and I went and ate at the French restaurant, I can't remember what it was called, mm-hmm. um, in Disney, and I had the uh, duck. duck confit, and that was really good. Mm. That does so, sound good. it was good. Um, you guys didn't get to go because you didn't have any money. To, so <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. Steph and I did, so we got to <laughs> eat at the nice restaurant. Oh, well. Um, yeah, ha-ha. Ha-ha, go eat your chicken sandwich. Yeah, we did, and we enjoyed it. I'm, I'm sure you did have some. We had some nachos. We got free. We got free pop tarts from the uh, the lunchbox place. Mm, Andy's lunchbox. Yeah, because we had to wait so long that they gave us a bunch of free stuff with the stuff that we paid for, oh, or the stuff nice. the stuff that you paid for anyway. Well, because yeah, because yeah. we weren't throwing a fit like the other people who had to wait, they were just like, oh yes, yeah, that's <laughs> the you know, be be kind and guess what, you might get a little you know, yeah. not always that you know, don't yeah. be kind just because you think you're gonna get something. Just be kind. Yeah. Be, be respectful be to kind, other human beings. Rewind. Yeah, exactly. Um, Brandon, do we have any social media things or, you know, that you could tell us about? Do we have any five-star reviews, anything like that? <laughs> You're in luck. Oh, with, really? With the socials. We don't, we don't, oh, we don't okay. have five-star reviews. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, maybe we, maybe we do. To be, f- would... to be fair, I have stopped checking. <laughs> yeah, I, I, guess I haven't looked in. <laughs> uh, let's see. No, we still, have the, we still have the same amount, which is okay. uh, we haven't lost any. No one's taking anything away, so that's nice. Nice. You can do that apparently, or you can change your review. Oh, can you? Apparently, you oh, can change your review. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so no five star reviews. Um, but you're in luck. We do have social media. We got social media out the wazoo. 
father. Whoa. Out the wazoo. Uh, on Out the wazoo. Yes. On Instagram, you can find us at Panel Surfing Pod. Uh, on Twitter, it's Panel Surfing. And on Hive, which um, I think is already dying, which is great. Um, okay. <laughs> it's also uh, at Panel Surfing. But I, I'll keep posting there until either Twitter or that die, and one of them becomes the, the go-to again. Yeah. So I'm po- awesome. posting on all three. That's see people. Brandon is just looking out for you. He's trying to kind of connect with you. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm trying. Someone, please. Uh, yeah, someone, please. Re, you know. Yeah, respond. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I so think lonely. now we're we're done for the rest of the year, right? Correct. That's awesome, man. I don't have, I don't have to see you or in, yeah, in, deal with you at all. I know. Um, that's great. That is great. I'm so sick of dealing with you. Yeah, to tell me about it. I'm sick of dealing with me goddamn too. years, almost 29 years. I know. You know, and uh, Jesus, it's awful. I'm oh, awful now. I know. And now it's every week, <laughs> sometimes twice a week, I have to deal with you. I know. Oh, I see you at Christmas though. So that's that's gonna be lovely. That's true. What? Yeah. Um. Okay. So should we let people know what we're gonna we're gonna come back on January 4th? I guess is gonna be our next. Yeah, episode. Yeah, the next time an episode comes out. Yeah, so in in that episode, this is something really special, everybody. I've been looking forward to it. Uh, we are going to cover Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one through five, and in the middle of that, we're going to do Raphael number one. Um, that is going to be the introduction to uh, Casey Jones. All right. Um, so we can't not do that one. So that's going to be. I think we do the first three. Then we'll do Raphael number one, and then the last, the next two. Okay, so um, we'll probably three do it all. In, we'll probably do it all in one. So it's five, it's basically six comic groups. I think we'll do it all in one, or do you want to split it up into two? Why not just do it in two then? Because then you can do the first three, and then Raphael, and then uh, four and five. Let me make sure that's how it is. It's, if it is the first three, or if it's the first two. Uh, yeah, it's the first three. So it's the first three, then Raphael number one, and then four and five. Yeah, let's just do it that way. So we'll do two episodes okay. and we'll break okay. we'll break it up right in the middle. Okay. Yeah, we'll do the first three, then we'll come back for the next three. So all right, yeah, that's gonna be fun. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um one through five and Raphael number one. Everybody get out there, um, read your tur- your turtles. Yeah, read um, your turtles. Support your turtles. I just, you know, I just the other day I I watched uh, Turtles Forever. Um oh, yeah. Because I love that I love that movie so much. That one is good. Um and so it's uh um it's very reminiscent of this. Um, and I also read um, Batman and the Turtles. Um, it was basically, was it what do they call it? Crisis in the Half Shell? Because <laughs> it was universes uh, colliding. That's pretty funny. Um, it was pretty good. I, and it's a pretty good story. I would, I would recommend I like uh, when they eat Batman pizza. and the Turtles number three. I think I, I think they it. animated that one as well. The first one. What? Oh, did they? Re- okay. Yeah. Yes, they did. I know because I've seen parts of it where Batman is fighting Shredder. Right. And um, I haven't seen the whole movie. Um, I, I would like to, or TV, or whatever, whatever they did. Did they just do it as a TV movie, or? I mean, it's one of those DVD, it, like straight to uh, D, straight to DVD, like DC animated DVD release. Because I had, because I haven't seen it on on Hobo. Um, no, I'm wondering if it's tied up in some whatever legal <laughs> action. Whoever owns the list, yeah, yeah. Because there's the turtle, which is Nickelodeon. So maybe it's on Paramount. I don't know. Maybe he'll be like, let's put it on Disney Plus. Why not? Yeah. That's the middle ground between HBO yeah. Max and Paramount Plus. Yeah, that's everybody's gonna love it. But they'll love it here. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, Turtles is um if you've never read the original 
turtles. This is a it's going to be it's a it's a pretty fun story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's if you see if have you ever read the first couple? Um, turtles? I don't believe I've ever read the first couple. I read whichever ones um, you had in the long boxes when I was a kid, which is okay. Not all, of them. probably not. I think I had. Yeah, I don't think I had. I made a had. I don't think I had the first five. Yeah, maybe some of it. I mean, basically, if you've seen the cartoon, it's the, especially the the two thousand five cartoon. Is that the, when it was the one that we grew up watching? The you and Zach, you and Brandon. Yeah, you and Zach. Me and Brandon. Uh, yeah, yeah, you and Brandon. You know, whatever na- your name is. Um, you. <laughs> it's two kids that I raised. Whatever their names are. Yeah. Um, that you guys we would watch uh, after school. Yeah, um, or on, was it 2002, 2005, somewhere around there? I think it was like 2003, but in, okay. into 2005, something like that. But that one is pre- that one stays pretty close to the origin, the origin. I mean, it they they modernize it at the time, but it 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 does stay pretty close to the um, the origin of the story. Ooh. So anyway, anyway, we'll, uh, yeah, <laughs> yep. I'm done talking. I got I got to go to lunch. Yeah. Done talking. Stomach empty. Br- yeah. Brain running out of fuel. Yeah. It's, yeah. I gotta go. Gotta go meet your van for for wings. All right. Um. Wonder- yeah. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm, S- I'm gonna give me some nice spicy wings. Spicy. Spicy. Well, that sounds fun. You enjoy your spicy wings. Um. Yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. So uh, we appreciate you listening to our podcast. Yes. Have a merry Christmas. Happy holidays um, for those who don't celebrate Christmas. Happy Happy Hanukkah. Every. Every whatever you do, Kwanzaa, whatever holiday, what however you choose to spend the holiday season, I hope you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a happy and new even year. If you don't, even if you want to be an atheist or agnostic and just you know eat mac and cheese, make it the best mac and cheese you've ever had. Yeah, pastafarian. Mm, a pastafarian, yeah, yep. yeah. If you celebrate Festivus, you know, good, good for you. Good, um, good, good, good. good. Yep. Yeah, so um, have a have a wonderful. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next year, everybody. Yep. See you next year. Bye. Bye. Awesome stuff.